Ladies and gentlemen, I am ready. Go ahead. You're listening to Autoglim 10 Top Tuesday for fans of everything with a roof. Unless I'm very much mistaken, it's Tuesday. And it's Tin Tops. It must be Tin Top Tuesday. Wow! It's Tin Top Tuesday! What a weekend. Donington Park. And we are just one meeting away from finding out who the champion will be in the 2021 Quick Fit British Touring Car Championship. And guess what we'll do tonight? We'll have a little natter about that. We have an exceptional lineup tonight. Yeah, we do. I have worked hard, tirelessly. I have worked tirelessly to pin down the leader of the championship Ash Sutton will be on the show tonight who else will be on the show tonight you may well ask well I'm jolly glad you asked uh, because we've got the driver that's second in the championship race winner from the weekend Colin Turkington on Alltech Limited Top Tuesday tonight else could we have on the show tonight you may well ask well i'm glad you did what about the driver that's third in the championship why not tingram on the show tonight tom ingram it's a packed show i did warn you i hope you're settled in it's okay it's not going to be it's not going to be the three hour marathon that we did after silverstone a couple of minutes shy of three hours. But I think it might make um, two and a half. So settle in, everybody. Settle in. Who else is on the show tonight? Uh, double winner from the weekend, Gordon Shedden on the show tonight. Three-time champion. So I've done that one. I've done that. I mean, I can't even keep up with my own guests. That one, that one, that one. Guess who else we've got on the show tonight? Oh, yes. Second appearance on Autoglim Tintop Tuesday for Dan Robottom. Robo on the show tonight. Oh, yes. And don't forget, uh, we, of course, cannot go racing without our, uh, our weekend warriors. And don't forget, we've got our new feature, the... Uh, AJ Alarms Weekend Warriors feature um, nominated last time by Ollie Collins, the team manager of Motorbase Performance was uh, team manager Zoe Timbrell Zoe Timbrell on the show tonight Right so that's who we've got on the show tonight Uh, What else do we need to tell you before we kick things off? Well, we're looking for your images of the week. Thank you so much to those of you that have already sent them in. Thank you to everybody that's been sending in emails uh, over the last two weeks, really, while you're listening to the podcast. Um, Studio at tintoptuesday.com is our email address. 
And on Twitter, it's at TintopTuesday. And you can even use the hashtag TintopTuesday if you like. So we're not on the app. Uh, the app is not running until uh, until the end of the season. So we are, are on the official BTCC website. So it's uh, btcc.net slash live dash audio slash. And that will be where you can hear the podcast and where you can hear this and next week's edition of Autoglim Tintop Tuesday. So if people don't know, if people have gone to the app and they oh, hang on, why aren't we there? It's because we're on the website, the website only for the last two uh, shows of the year and uh, spread the word. So tell your friends and everybody. Or they'll be missing out. What will they be missing out on? The chance to win an Autoglim hamper of joy. So a bag which is rammed with Autoglim goodies to keep your car looking spick and span and beautiful. All you have to do, and I would like a winner tonight. We didn't get a standout winner last time after Silverstone. So it has to be an image from the weekend. It, it doesn't necessarily, you don't necessarily have to have been at the circuit. It could be you watching the TV, watching ITV4's coverage. Um, uh, but an image of the weekend from the BTCC, obviously, it, it's really good if you were there and you took a great picture. But the picture has to be uh, particularly special. OK, it's got to be one that really makes us go, oh, uh. now, now that's a, an auto glim image of the week, if ever there was one. And what you do is you take that picture, you pop it on your phone or, or on your computer and you send us an email, studio at tintoptuesday.com. In fact, we've already had um, some pretty exceptional pictures that have already come in. So thank you very much indeed. Um, in fact, before we uh, get our first guest on the show tonight, uh, I want to read out a couple of emails. Last time on Autoglim Tintop Tuesday, uh, we had a fairly robust conversation. Uh, which has continued ever since, uh, about tea making. Now, we're not going to go too deep into tea making. I realise it was a, a trigger point for some of you, uh, mainly the people that are making tea wrong. Um, but um, <laughs> so we're not going to discuss it uh, particularly tonight. But we did get a couple of emails in, uh, which I will come to in just a moment. And also, uh, I was talking to... Uh, 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 Peter Riches at the weekend, uh, our technical brain of the championship and has been for many, many years. Very, very clever man. And uh, he also was inspired by the conversation <laughs> about how to make tea. Uh, and uh, what he said was, well, what you need to do, the definitive thing to do is to get somebody on the show who who makes tea for a living, who is a well-known tea maker. Ah, that's a good idea. He said, I just happen to know a very famous tea room up in the north of England. Oh, yeah. And I just happen to know somebody from the ITV team that lives very close to that tea room. Oh, yeah. So my plan, and we announced it on Autoglim Tintop Tuesday last time, uh, that we are going to do towards the, uh, we think the end of January, still in the planning stages, uh, but we are going to do a Tintop Tuesday, an Autoglim Tintop Tuesday live. So we'll have uh, a limited amount of tickets available and uh, it will be a, a live event 
whether we record it and then broadcast it or broadcast it live we haven't decided all of these things will be decided in due course um we reckon around about the end of january beginning of february and it will be my idea if if the uh, said tea room is um is agreeable to it um to uh, send an expert tea maker down to show us how to make a proper cup of tea so there you go that's um that's that's all in the planning stages we've got a lot to get through before then we've got a championship to decide uh, we got this brilliant um email from william uh he says uh, it's william from australia I discovered Autoglim Tintop Tuesday on the BTCC podcast at the beginning of this season and haven't missed an episode since. It's so cool that the touring cars get a live radio show after each round. We certainly don't get that over here. I love the light-hearted nature of the show and have come to be a massive fan of Tingers. His driving has always been impressive, uh, but getting to know his personality better through the show has elevated him to be my equal favourite driver tied with Flash and Turks, who I've been fans of since the late 2000s. I'll tell you what, William, you've got a good show tonight. They're all on. Uh, William continues, my mum agrees with Tingram that putting the milk in one's tea first is the upper class way owing to their fine china. Oh, the things you learn on Tin Top Tuesday. Kind regards from William Grounds. Uh, with a surname like that, I would imagine you'd be more of a coffee expert, William. But it is fantastic to have you listening all the way over in Australia. And maybe that's a good idea. Maybe um, touring cars out in Australia needs a... Yeah, I'm not sure they... Uh, would they have the same sense of humour? Would they have the same sort of light-hearted nature? I'm not sure about that. Um, and Jonathan writes in to say, Hi, Alan and team. My name is Johnny. I'm a long-time... BTCC fan, a new listener of Tintop Tuesday, usually on Spotify when I'm commuting. I listened to your brew argument on this week's episode and thought I should add a third element to the argument. Those of us that don't drink tea. Personally, I think, well, don't mince your words, Jonathan. Personally, I think it's disgusting. It stinks and I couldn't bear the thought of putting it near my mouth. I... <laughs> He doesn't hold back, does he? <laughs> We're only talking about a cuppa. Uh, also, I thought I'd mention that I visited uh, Speedworks and Christian Dick several times with work, mainly to fit the required safety film to the windows of the race cars, and can confirm Christian is a... T oh, really? Is a tad kettle shy? I've never been offered a brew. Well, maybe, Jonathan, it's just as well. He might be quite outspoken if he did. On another note, Tingram should be more inclusive to us non-tea drinkers and add branded pint pots to his range. Shall I make a note of that? Hang on. Uh, Tingram branded pint pots. OK, yep, I'll do that. Anyway, uh, hang on, break my pencil. Pint pots, OK. Um, in fact, I'd suggest they'd quite possibly outsell his mugs. Speaking of Tingram... Crunches are better than flakes. I would agree with that, Jonathan. Thanks very much. Uh, Johnny Mycock. Brackets. Yes, that's my real name. Well, there you go. Um, I'm, I'm very pleased about that, Jonathan. And thank you for writing. She moves like she 
Well, it's always a reflection on how well you're doing in the season if you get an annoying text message from me on a Monday after a touring car meeting and um, and, and I'm asking you to come on Autoglim Tintop Tuesday on Tuesday night. So, Colin Turkington, things must be going OK. The last time was August and now here we are again. Yes, I always love chatting to you on a, on a Tuesday <laughs> evening, Alan, just after eight o'clock, because it means I've, I've done something good at, at the weekend previous. So, <laughs> uh, well, well, you have, um, because here we are going into. I mean, you've been here before, going into the final meeting of the year, um, and you're now second in the in the championship. Um, it is not. Uh, an unsurmountable gap between yourself and, and Ash leading the championship. Obviously, probability favours Ash. But as you well know, final meeting of the year, it's almost like a season in a day, isn't it? <laughs> Very much so. And and we all know that that anything can happen. <laughs> Normally does happen. <laughs> There's always curveballs on, on that weekend whether it's it's the weather or the, the other com- competitors or the, there's there's always drama and you know if the last few years are anything to go by if we get even half as close to, you know to the excitement and drama of, of those season finales then you know it's it's going to be a, a great day you know race day is going to be a, a fantastic spectacle so you know I'm just happy to you know to be a contender and you know to go there with 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 a real shot you know, I'm I'm quite aware that it's it's 32 points and um, a win and a half half's worth of it is, yeah. of, of, of of points. So it's um, you know really I'm relying on on uh, having a really tough weekend to to drop that sort of points. But yeah. we 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 know that that can happen. You know, you just got to think back to. 29, 2019 to you know to, to my roller coaster um, mm. on back you know when AJ won his first campaign in 2013 you know yep. he had yep. a, a, you know a, a complete nightmare of a day but but just held on at the end so um, you know I, I think I go to brands with with not an awful lot to lose you know I'm I'm on the front foot I'm on the attack and um, you know I just have to to score as many points as as possible and you know I go there with with the mentality really trying to enjoy it because you know the 3 Series BMW is is a great car to drive around the Grand Prix track so mm, that's what I'm yeah. going to yeah. do that yeah. I'm going to enjoy driving the car around the circuit as quickly as I can and um, you know see see what happens by the end of the day that's a job description isn't it um, I, well I've, I've been looking through the points for the year um, and uh, uh, Brands Hatch first time round albeit on the indie circuit it wasn't the kindest meeting of your year. Um, the, the the championship table might look a, a little different, I fancy, if if brands had gone more according to plan. Yeah, it, it probably was the, the, the toughest weekend so far of, of the season mm. for me. Um, but you, there's many factors why why that was the case. Uh, you know, I started the season um, really strongly. At, I think it was Thruxton and, and Snetterton, and uh, you know, I was probably in, in the you know second or third. In I think it was second in the championship mm. going going to Brands Indy, and uh, that means a, a, a lot of weight in the car. And you know, we just being such a, a short circuit, you know, only 1.2 miles, and. And the, the nature of how competitive it is this season that we just couldn't get the car in, in the top 10 in qualifying. Mm. 
till P14 maybe and I sort of almost stayed there all all race weekend you know there was no option tyre either there was no soft tyre to try and switch switch no, the strategy right. no, no. Uh, to, to come back through so you know it's it's easy in hindsight to, to, to look back and, and try and understand what we could have done differently etc but I don't think there, there was anything we you know, as a team, could have done better no, going to that no. brand, Brands Indy. You know, we prepared as normal. We, you know, had the car which, where we thought was was in the best place. But sometimes it's just not your weekend. And, um, you know, it, it was a, a legacy of having a really, really strong Snedderton. Uh, that made Brands Indy difficult yeah, for me. brilliant but weekend, one Brand, weekend, difficult weekend the following weekend. Yeah, and... and that's what the rules are designed designed to do. Yes. But you know, yeah. going to Brands GP is is it going to a completely different circuit? Uh, obviously, there's bits of the Indy in there somewhere, but it's um, yeah. you know even how you approach the weekend, setting up the car, how you how you drive the car over the course of a lap, is is completely different. So I don't feel like we're going. You know, we're going back to to the Indy circuit, and you know, of course, Brands has always been a special place for me. Uh, you know, having won the championship. Before you know, I've had some you know amazing moments there. You know, some real highlights of, of not just my career but my life. So you have, yeah. Um, yeah, so, yeah. So, so we'll see. You know, lots lots to look forward to. And um, you know, I've, I've tried to enjoy the build up, and um, you know, we'll prepare as as well as we can. And um, you know, go go positive and, and confident. And you know, there's it's not just me and Ash either. You know, obviously Tom Ingram's there, Jack Hill's there. Josh is probably a bit too much on the outside, but um, yeah. So there's there's still a lot of people. And it, the top step. It's interesting, Colin, uh, uh, as well, because um, you, in your collection of points, uh, certainly over the last few meetings, um, a little bit off the off the radar, but carefully collecting points. Um, Ash has done the same this year. He hasn't always had a headline grabber weekend, but um, he has collected points and and they add up, they build up uh, all to, to, to this point, which in, in fairness is something that you have done to perfection in previous years and claim titles by doing that. Yeah, and believe me, it's not for the lack of trying. Why, you know, why we're we're not, um, you know, winning every weekend or on the podium. No, no, it's no. So, so so competitive, and you know, when when you go into a race weekend with success ballast in the car, and you know, when I say success ballast, you know, probably from forty kilos onwards, you know, that's when you really start to feel it affecting the car. And you know, we got thirty really strong drivers out there in in quick machinery and if you've got one hand slightly behind your back then it's tough you know believe me it's it's tough to, to you know to qualify yes yeah your 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 compromise race one and then you know your your race weekend is in reverse you know you're relying on you taking the weight out after race one and then progressing forward getting a reverse grid and then trying to win and, and you know that's what I've sort of managed to do you know, quite quite a few times this this year. Such so, a tactic, it, tactical operation, isn't it? It, it, it really is, and um, yeah, it's you really got to hold your nerve at, at times. You know, and even you know, I think back to Donington and Silverstone. You know, all through free practice, you know, I was barely inside the, the, the top twenty, and again, that wasn't for for the last pace or or, or 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 being on the case with the car. You know, we just. 
you know, you're, you're assessing the car on sort of used high mileage carryover tires, and you know, if somebody else puts a, a yeah, fresher set of tires on, you know, they go half a second quicker, and you, you look like you're nowhere. But mm-hmm. normally, when it comes to qualifying, um, you know, we save the best to last. You know, we can, um, you know, put, put the car well up, well up the pack, and um, you know, still, still pull good points out again so yeah. it's it's really what what you got to do uh in sort of modern day btcc with you know with the success ballast being up at 75 kilos then 66 you know it's you know it's a, it's uh it's a well-fed passenger in beside you so it's uh, you know it, it is you know you know you think back to 2014 um 2015 etc you know maximum success ballast was was 45 kilos you know now that mm. seems like nothing you know that's yeah, yeah, you know yeah. you almost wouldn't even have to factor it in but you know of course in the moment in 2014 you know that's that's a big deal so you know with you know with the, with the ballast we have in the car it's um you know it, it does really make the difference so um so yeah it's um lots lots to play play for and you know no doubt we'll have to follow that same strategy this weekend um uh, a, a couple of things colin from the course of the weekend um, firstly it's very very rare that i see colin turkington recovering from some kind of a spin yeah, thank goodness it's very rare. <laughs> it is rather. It doesn't happen very often, does it? No, it's um, yeah, it's it's one of those. Um, to, to be honest, it caught me completely by surprise. Mm. Uh, you know, I was even through through there probably a hundred times already up up to to that point in in the weekend and. Um, you know, when I look back, I, I don't even see it as as a mistake. You know, it, it, you know, in my eyes, it wasn't a mistake. You know, you, you go through there. You know, I was right on Rory's rear bumper, and you know, whether I hooked a bit more curb than 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 the previous laps, um, you know, I was following him through really closely. You know, whether there was just you know a, a bit of sort of curb grass dirt Mm. whatever kicked up off his car but the rear of my car just departed in in an instant so normally when you get a bit of a slide on you can you can feel it break away you can you know you've got a bit of a chance of of getting the opposite lock on and and catching it but you know before before i realized i was you know 180 degrees and and, and facing facing the traffic so um, thankfully, I managed to, you know, to, to make a quick recovery and keep myself inside the the, the top twelve. And um, yeah, it's just such fine, fine margins. What a you know, horrible you... moment, though. I mean, re- oh, really, yeah. what a horrible moment. <laughs> and and it's, uh, you know, although when I say it, you know, it happens so quickly and you can't catch it and it catches you by surprise. At the same time, it's all in slow motion. You know, you're like. Uh, yeah, you know, you, you you feel everything just slipping away from you, and uh, yeah, you, you just all all you can do is try to recover as quickly as possible and uh, and limit the the damage. But you know, thankfully, you know, I I got a stroke of luck. Um, you know, Jody Kidd, who who was who's a, a friend of of BMW, and 
you know, thankfully pulled ball 11 out of, out of the hat, which then hit me on pole. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. obviously, contrary to a, a number of people, um, not every ball in there was number 11. Was 11. No, 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 quite right. <laughs> Even we couldn't plan it that way. Yeah, it's, you know, that that's it. It's, it's, it's very easy to, uh, to, you know, to be sceptical and, and think that, that that's the case. But, you know, when you look, even the recent history of, of BTCC, it just has a knack of d- delivering a storyline, delivering yeah, yes, drama, yeah, yeah. And up, 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 ups and downs. And, you know, in the end, you know, it was probably a blessing for me because I think I probably, yes. in, you know, get come out of the weekend having scored more points um, because of the spin. Because if you of hadn't have had that, then yeah, and, yeah, and race so three wouldn't have gone the way. Yeah, it's you know, I, I, I always, you know, there is some reason behind this, and things happen for a reason. A reason because obviously I won the race, which which is really cool, and I get twenty points for that. But you know, I also got fastest lap you know I also got a, a bonus point for, for leading a lap and um, I still scored I believe it was six points for, for finishing 11 in race two so you know it worked out for the best really you know I wouldn't make a habit of spinning race two to, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not <laughs> always going to go the right goal. way no uh, it won't always go, go the right way but um, yeah and you know when I look back there's not much I I would I would do do differently, you know. It's again, I, you know, straight after straight after the race, I was you know I was really annoyed and, and frustrated, and you know I said to the team, you know, I, you know, I should have just settled for fourth. You know, I should have just sat there, and you know, I had really good pace in the car, and, and they said, no, you, you did the right thing. You know, we're here to race, we're here to close the points gap yes. to, to to Ash, and you know. I, you know, I was probably feeling so frustrated because I'd had a really good race up until that point. You know, I'd I'd progressed from from where I started. I'd, I'd passed Jason. I'd passed. I think it was Senna Proctor and, and and Dan Lloyd. And I was I was I was really on fire. And um, you know, it just felt so cruel to me that you know I'd got a bad kick off the inside curb, and mm. you know all that work was in vain. But thankfully, it wasn't. Um, you know. I got my rewards at the end of the you day. Did. So it's, um, yeah, so that's, um, I'm, can't, you can't give up in, in BTCC and, you know, now we're, you know, we're right back in the hunt going to brands. Keep on pushing. That's the, that, and that's the key, isn't it? I know, I know you said um, about the, the spin that you saw everything slipping away. Um, well, it's ironic that you should say that, Colin, because obviously on the podium for race three, um, <laughs> you also saw everything slipping away, didn't you? Um, uh, so <laughs> so to those people that haven't already seen it, um, uh, Colin um, had butterfingers with the, uh, with the champagne on the podium. And I've never seen that happen before, Colin. I've never seen that happen before. Yeah, so so basically, I dropped it twice in once in, in one weekend. Once once on the circuit and once on the podium. And you know, I'm 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 wholly blaming Jack Hill for that. Um, Are you? He oh oh co- completely. Yeah. Jack obviously uh, was was on the podium, but, but beside me, and he was like a complete ninja getting his, his bottle of champagne <laughs> open. I was I was I was still on on screen. 
um, you know, the the, the tag and, and ripping the foil off, and, and he was he was spraying the crowd, and then proceeded to completely shower me in in his champagne. So by the time I went to shake my bottle, I was completely <laughs> soaked in this <laughs> sticky stuff. <laughs> it's not very nice, is it? Not when, not, it not was, when you come. Yeah, it was, it. it was like somebody spraying you in in fairy liquid, and then telling. <laughs> glass bottle and, uh, yeah as, as soon as I started to uh, load the bottle up it just you know it, it launched out of my hand and thankfully I didn't wipe out the front row of photographers so. no there, there, there was so, one uh, guy that was crouching down um, working for uh, Jacob Ebry who got a great photograph of, of the of the bottle in mid-flight so uh, you must have seen it uh, uh, upside down yeah, just in front of you. Brilliant. Your hands are still in the position as if you have a bottle in them. <laughs> uh, but the look on your face as you realise that, that, oh, right, OK, this, this, is, this has gone rather wrong. <laughs> Not going well. <laughs> yeah, so it was, uh, let's say it was a, a semi-embarrassing moment, but... Uh... <laughs> it was great because uh, yeah. it's a memorable you know, moment. It's, uh, it's, it is, a, yeah. a, Absolutely. And then Jake gave you his bottle to, to, to have a little spray with because it was worth celebrating. It was a landmark victory for you. Yeah, well, yeah. I wasn't even aware that, you know, I was sort of on, on the cusp of, um, of of that 60th win. You know, I, I'd heard over the Tannoy's through the day that Gordon had um, had got his 50th, but, um, you know, it wasn't, you know, you're never really thinking about milestones, you know, through the no, course no, of the race no, of weekend. Course, no. And, um, you know, even, you know, even... You know, you're, you're you're fully focused really on on trying to win the championship. You're not thinking about um, you know your your next sort of landmark. If he wins, you know what what um, you know what, what a moment it was, and um, you know it's it's great once again to be um, you know to be rubbing shoulders with um, you know with Andy Rice, and you know he was so kind. Uh, you know, just through Facebook, he he sent me a message and. You know, congratulated me. Oh, did so, he really? Uh, you know, How it's, nice! It's great to know that he still obviously keeps keeps an eye on things and, and has an interest. So, uh, you know, I had uh, you know a real good sit down chat with with Andy. Uh, I think it was uh, at, at, towards the end of 2019. Mm. So, um, yes, yeah. You know, obviously a big fan of his growing up. So, yeah, it was it was another special moment, another milestone. But um, yeah, I'm still obviously chasing <laughs> chasing the bigger picture. <laughs> well, I, uh, I I wouldn't have known it was a milestone other than the fact that um, that uh, Team BMW's a very very good PR person, um, Jamie yeah. O'Leary, gave me the heads up just uh, um, when we were going into the race. Uh, and, and in yeah. Venice, Jamie was, bless him, he was terribly sweet um, because he gave me a lot of information. He said, so so this will, 60 wins, that will take him uh, to third in the all-time most race wins, uh, equal with Andy Rouse. And I went away and I thought about this and uh, I thought, oh, yeah, OK, yeah, that's good. OK, we'll see if he wins. <laughs> I might need to might need to remember this. Um, and then uh, just before the podium, I went up to him and said, Who's won the most then? Of course, uh, <laughs> I had completely forgotten Jason Plato on 97 wins, yeah. the thing that we've been talking about all day Saturday when he had a really good day. Uh, and, of yeah. course, Matt Neal just behind him. So you're in good company because um, <laughs> at the moment, three out of the top four, if you like, of all-time uh, race wins are still doing it, really. 
Yeah, yeah, Jason's 97, makes my 60 feel, uh, <laughs> feel, feel like the poor man. But um, yeah, it's, uh, you know, I was thinking about this this morning, actually, you know, we almost um, just just take that number for, for granted. But, you know, I only got to think back to the start of my career, you know, my first race before my first race, you know, it's, you're, you're so hungry to win one race to, just to get on the podium. So, yes, yeah. you know, I've been, I've been so blessed to, you know, to be with West Surrey Racing for the majority of that time and, and, and share all those moments and, 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 you know, make that history. It's, it's been, it's been incredible. You know, it's not just all down to me. So, um, so yeah, it was, um, you know, Jamie O'Leary, our, our PR guru, guru is the, ultimate stat, st- statistician so uh, I'm sure there's <laughs> he's very there's, good there's, yeah there's many more uh, great great um, uh, uh, the, milestones to come the likes of Jamie and Matt Salisbury that um, uh, uh, they've got spreadsheets galore and they're keeping all of these uh, <laughs> stats they, they keep us, us up to date that's for sure it's, uh, it's very impressive so you said early in your career you were hungry for podiums um, brings me on to the final question Colin did you manage to get to the crispy duck in time on on Sunday night to celebrate a win. Uh, unfortunately, not disappointing. But, uh, I but I did last night. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Very good. I never lose out. I never lose out. Uh, well done. Yeah. Although, <laughs> yeah, it just wasn't possible to to get home uh, quick enough. We would have had to break the speed limit to get no, home. No, we can't be so, doing that. No, 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 we can't be doing that. So um, yeah, so I've yeah, I'll have all winter to to feed myself up on, <laughs> on uh, yes, on, you on, will. On not not naughty food, but I need to keep the discipline for. For two more weeks at least, and um, yeah, then we can and then you can enjoy. Yeah, quite right too, Colin. Thank you ever so much. Um, uh, uh, thank you for always being jolly to to respond to a request to come on Autoglimt in Top Tuesday. I'll, I'll wish you the same as any of the championship protagonists. Good luck at Brands Hatch in a couple of weeks' time. The nerves will be jangling a little bit more than they normally are. But as you say, maybe you're in a nicer position. Uh, you've got nothing to lose, have you? Yeah, pleasure, Alan. Yeah, that's that, that that's it. You know, it's um, normally I'm the one going in with uh, with the points lead and you know feeling that extra bit of pressure and trying to defend the lead. But uh, you know, I'm on I'm on the attack now, so you know I can just enjoy it. Top man, Colin. Thank you ever so much. Uh, great to have you on Autoglim Tin Top Tuesday. And you never know. Two weeks' time, we might be asking for you to come back on. You never know. We shall. We shall. Wouldn't that be super? <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't it just? Uh, Colin, thanks ever so much, and we'll see you at Brands Hatch in a, a week and a half's time. Thanks, Al. See you soon. There we go. Colin Turkington, everybody here on Autoglim Tin Top Tuesday. Go 
Over the last couple of editions of Autoglim Tin Top Tuesday, we've got a, a, a bit of a, a bit of a track record, bit of a history of helping out drivers that are maybe uh, not feeling 100%. Now it worked for Dan Lloyd. Okay, we got him on the show. He had a really bad back, and consequently, he had a really good weekend following that. So then, the following show, we got him back on the show to say well done, and then he had another really good weekend. So, Dan Robottom, if your name is Dan and you're not feeling 100%, it's the thing to do to come on Auto Glimtin Top Tuesday. It sounds like a pretty good track record, doesn't it, to be fair? You see, I'm, I'm like, a, like a fairy godfather. Um, I like it. So, so, I like you're, not feeling, you're not feeling 100%, are you, Dan? Well, for my sins, I suffer with migraines. And mm. uh, I, I don't know why. It's just, just one of those things, I guess. And... I just want to do a quick shout out while I'm talking about migraines because Joanne from the Jeff Army, you'd have you'd have seen Joanne. She's I, the I know Joanne. Yeah, yep, she's lovely. Um, she put together like a migraine care package for me. I don't know how she found out. Oh wow! Um, she must have spent about ten million pounds because you know medication is quite expensive. <laughs> Goodness so me! I've, uh, I've used some of that this evening, and it's it's doing the trick at the minute. It's not too bad, but is I am it, sat is in it? a dark room in my underpants talking to you, so I'm just putting <laughs> well, it out there. Well, well, well. Uh, uh, there, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm just I, telling you. I, uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't know where to go with that, but um, no. what can I say? But but thank you. Enjoy. It's always a pleasure, Alan. Is it part of the care package that you have to be in underpants, or is that just your personal preference? I think I think that's just my personal preference. Yeah, I'm yeah. No, to you, I'm, to be fair, I, I, I understand <laughs> that. Have you? I, I mean, j- just for a moment, just to be serious, have you have you had some kind of analysis done as to why you get migraines? 
Um, many, many years ago, um, yeah, they did a lot of tests and stuff. And they right. just, I think, one of those things, people either suffer with them or they don't. Mm. But I can that, you know, sometimes it's, it's, I can get one and I just bang a couple of paracetamol and it's gone. And right. then I get one today and I've been asleep since about half past five. Oh, you know? wow. Oh, mate, you poor thing. Tom, Tom Ingram is messaging me with profanities is saying, it? man the effort, which is very rude. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So, you know, but you get Tom on and I might kick him in the go. I shall, I shall take him to task. Um, I, I, I could I could always get Tingram on at the same time as you. But the well, last time I did that with two drivers, it didn't end well. So I'm not I'm not I'm not going to try no, it again. Um, uh, the only thing that I will say is my mum used to suffer quite badly with migraines. Um, oh, really? And it, yeah. And it, it wasn't until um, sort of pretty late in her life that she discovered that the the uh, the cause was dairy really? so it was it was milk it was uh, cheese it was eggs um and it was chocolate with with milk in it and all of those things were um ab- ab- immediate triggers um and, me though if that's my trigger i'm absolutely knackered because i love cheese i love chocolate i love dairy that's the prop so i'm a massive cheese freak so i hope it isn't cheese that does it but are there uh, but are there not are there not options um, Probably, uh, are, are there the not sort of da- dairy-free like, options nowadays? Like Coke. You, you want full fat cheese, don't you? Really, I think probably. I mean, I think. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Uh, yeah. But but, uh, yeah. but maybe I mean if you if you're just trying to uh, uh, avoid a uh, you know a headache around a, a race weekend or, or something important business wise or whatever, um, tr- m- maybe miss yeah. out the dairy for a couple of days before. I'm going to try that. I'm going to give it a go. Yeah, my, my, it, it, it changed Mum's life. Um, once yeah it did yeah um she also used to um get triggered by uh, strong perfumes um but but although she said that to me um i I mean uh, since my mum passed away i've discovered my mum told me a lot of rubbish Uh, and she really did um and uh, i have a feeling that she only said that uh, perfumes triggered it because she didn't like the aftershave that i used to wear I'm pretty sure that was the only reason. <laughs> so basically, she was just trying to trying to snatch away your uh, your dignity by wearing the aftershave well, you wanted to do. She just yeah, wanted you to wear something ex- else. Exactly that, and, and and also she did feed me a lot of rubbish. She told me for many years, right? That the <laughs> and, and this is appalling because the person that told me that I was wrong um, was Alan Gow. So well, my my mum said. Right, and she always referred to it as uh, as this: um, that if a gentleman wears uh, a dinner suit uh, yep. and, a, and a white shirt and a bow tie and and a, a nice leather shoes, i.e., you are dressed up for uh, a dinner. Yeah. Right. Mum referred to that <laughs> as <laughs> as dinner dress. Okay. Okay. I like so, it. So yeah. she would yeah. say, "Are you wearing dinner dress tonight?" Right. So I just took it. Um, I, I, I embraced the phrase and I was having a conversation with Mr. Gow before we went to a, to a, a dinner. And I said something about, is it dinner dress? And he said, is it what? So I said, is it, is it um, do I wear dinner dress? He said, you're going to wear a dress. So, so, so uh, yeah. And then I said, well, no, that's what you call it, isn't it? He said, no, no one calls it that. So, All yeah. right. OK. So I looked it up. No, he's right. No one calls it that. (laughs) That is amazing. Well, the thing is with Alan is he's got a particular way of delivering that sort of news, hasn't he? Oh. You know, he's quite good at that. It was succinct. It was to the point. And I was left in no doubt that I wasn't a clever person. 
<laughs> yeah, so <laughs> job done there. Um, uh, um, Dan, I, I want to congratulate you. You have an insurmountable lead in the Jack Sears Trophy. We don't say the um, uh, the special word until uh, the uh, special word podium at the end of, uh, of, of Brands Hatch, but um, you've had a fantastic year in the Jack Sears Trophy. Well, well done. Um, at the start of the year, you said to me, at very least, that was... That was the objective for the season. So, with a meeting to go, job done. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, you know, it's we needed to um, we needed to sort that really. You know, I think ultimately, as I said at the start of the year, this kind of res- a responsibility with driving a team dynamics car that you know you've got to be you have got to be. Oh my god, the dogs nearly died. Hello, sorry. <laughs> Is the dog podcast. okay? <laughs> the dog's fine. I'm just trapped her in the in the door so, uh, oh, oh ouch <laughs> she's got she's got this habit of following you around and making like dolphin noises when you're on the phone it's very I can bizarre. hear that can you hear it yeah, yeah I can yeah very strange it's a Labrador but I think it's a little bit mentally challenged anyway that's oh, the oh what's, her, what's her name Nala Nala as in, as in the female lion out of yeah lion. but that's a fantastic name because it's an anagram of Alan so uh, presumably you named her Nala uh, of course after of our, our great chief 100%. Yeah, course, yeah course, I, thought, I, I thought that. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh, well, I hope. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad Nala's okay. She's fine. She's fine. Bless her. Yeah. She's, still, she's still a bit stupid, that's by the by. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> what were we saying? Yeah, so I think there's a responsibility when you're driving. Yeah, I get that. You know, yeah. It's Honda that you've got to make sure that you're up to the task and, you know, really. You know, it's a fantastic thing to win. You know, some great names on there. You know, which is which is lovely. But I think I did expect it of myself, and I, I think I was in the position where you know, if we didn't really win it in that car, I would have been, you know, sacking myself almost. Do you yes, know what I mean? I, yeah, I'm not, yeah. I don't mean that to sound as it sounds, but I just I think that you know the car is really really good. I've got all of the support around me that I need, and you know, for sure, it's um, it, 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 I think it was just the absolute minimum target, you know. Well, so we, we don't want you to sack yourself because we've enjoyed you this year. You've had some absolutely uh, superb standout moments in your first year with Team Dynamics and the uh, the Halfords with Catacline team. Um, it, 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 it has been one to look back on with uh, great fondness, and I'm, I, I'm sure you will for many years, to be honest. Yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, it was, it, it was really... It was always a bit of a concern, you know, having last year off, if I'm honest, because you sort of, we didn't have a particularly good year in 2019. So there's always that element of self-doubt, I think, that creeps in. Like, well, actually, can I, am I good enough for this? Can I do this? Am I, you know, am I good enough to win at this level? So to get the results that we have this year has been, has been fantastic, you know. Um, and it all boils down really to to the support from from Team Dynamics and Matt Neal and Gordon Shedd and Barry Plowman and, and Tom Hunt, my, my engineer. And, you know, they've just been, you know they've been fantastic and they've just managed just just given that sort of guiding hand you know that hand on the shoulder just to say right that's what you've got to do don't come back until you do it do you yeah, know what i mean yeah 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 it's a, it's a top top team and yeah. uh, and 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 you've uh, you've waved the flag for them uh, very nicely indeed uh, which is probably probably a huge understatement because um it is not just the way you conduct yourself on circuit when you get to this level of racing that matters uh, it is also the way that you conduct yourself off the circuit as well. You've got uh, an army of fans, which is great to see. It is um, uh, that is not just because of your driving either. It's because you take the time and trouble to talk to them and to uh, to make friends with them and have photographs with people, w- which is which is lovely and fantastic. And uh, it, it's it's what this championship is also where is all about. But yeah. it's also because uh, little things that I picked up on social media. So you've got okay. the Jack Sears Trophy again. 
uh, at Donington Park at the end. All the points added up for all three races and you get the trophy, um, uh, which you gave to a young fan. Yes, well... Alex, bless him, came over asking for a picture. He hadn't got a clue I was, by the way, at the time. But that's, <laughs> it's fine. He knows I was, now. I was in my non-team wear. So he came up and he said, what did you win the trophy for? I went, well, it's almost like best rookie, but it's not really. So he looked at me like I was mental. But anyway, that's fine. <laughs> um, I said, do you want to hold it? And then the minute, the minute it left my sweaty palms, I knew I was never going to get it back. So you may as well. I said, you may as well keep that, Alex. And uh, yeah, I think, you know, it, it's... It's the kind of championship that, you know, you have to you have to be really open with people. You know, you have to open up. You have to let people know who you actually are, you know, because ultimately there are a lot of different characters in the championship. There's a lot of waves of emotion. You know, you've got people that are super, 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 super serious and absolutely on the on the cusp of greatness all the time. And then you've got other people that maybe take a more relaxed attitude to it. And I think I sit somewhere between the two probably. You know, it is very serious. You know, we are... We are trying to achieve a goal, but at the same time, you've got to have fun with it, you know. And I remember, you know, actually my first touring car race was 1993 at Donington, which my dad took me to. So I remember being, you know, almost like an Alex, looking at the drivers and going, oh, wow, that's a cool trick. You know, so I just remember that time when I wasn't a BTCC driver, you know. So I think we just yeah. got to, the important thing is just to try and just give back a little bit. I don't really need the trophy, do I? Do you know what I mean? It's so. it's absolutely lovely and, uh, and well done. <clears throat> I'm absolutely sure that you made... Um, Alex's weekend, if not year. Um, uh, frankly, I think it's just a clever way of doing recycling. You've won too many trophies <laughs> over the years. Um, uh, you, you, you give it to the young lad and you get loads of good PR for it. Uh, and we talk about it here. But you're running out of space. That's the truth, yeah, isn't it, Dan? To be honest, you have, you have got me out. And I mean, the wife doesn't like <laughs> the clutter around the house. So to be fair, they're either going in the yard sale or they're going to get given away. So You wait till you get the Jack's Ears trophy. Um, do you, do you know how big it is? No. Is do you it not? Well, can I suggest? Um, <laughs> can I suggest? <laughs> can I suggest? He's listening to this. I, I, know. I know he is because he's on that computer screen over there. Um, uh, um, yeah, can I suggest to you that you don't look for any pictures of the trophy until uh, Brands Hatch? For the simple reason, I would love to see the look on your face walking onto the podium. Okay, I'll do that for you. I will do that. And and can I also point out um, that uh, if you pick it up and you think, oh, wow, this is really heavy, this is really big, don't make a fuss. Because for the first few years that that was given out, it was uh, given out by the octogenarian and double BTCC champion, Jack Sears himself. So he was very happy to take that trophy onto the podium and hand it out. In fact, uh, I think the first time Alan Gow offered to help and he said, no, no, I'm absolutely fine. <laughs> it is huge, this trophy. It is it, it is quite magnificent. So so well, well done. That'll be very good. That'll be nice, won't it? Just a nice way to end the year. So need a couple more. You know, we'd like to get a couple more podiums at Brands if we can as well. So well, that could happen, that would couldn't just... it? That could well happen. <laughs> I think so we've got a good car you know we've 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 you know it's probably not unfair to say we've maybe struggled a little bit um uh, croft and silverstone and don't we can't quite put our finger on it but you know i think we're over that now we had a good car and as you saw flash pretty much dominated the weekend didn't they so um 
we had a really good car at Donington. We just we just fell foul of a little bit of a little bit of bad luck and and getting bullied around a little bit. But that's just what the BTCC is, isn't it? You know, ultimately, you, it's it's all about that. You've had a spectacular year, Dan. Well done. Many congratulations. Thank you, thank you for joining us tonight, even though you're feeling slightly slightly under par. And uh, uh, thank you for becoming as this year has gone on a friend of Auto Glim Tin Top Tuesday as well, because that means a lot to us. So uh, it, it's great that we've had things to celebrate this year with you on Auto Glim Tin Top Tuesday and the journey continues fantastic all right alan thank you so much for your time mate really uh, there we go robo everybody daniel robottom dan robottom see i kept your mum happy as well there um so <laughs> yeah she does like daniel to be fair that's, uh, that's why anyway. <laughs> dan everybody uh here on auto glimpton top tuesday uh, a, a great guy and uh, and that was a lovely thing to do giving it away to uh, the trophy away to to a, a very happy little alex on sunday um who else have we got coming up tonight um, we've got his teammate gordon Shed he's going to be on the show ash sutton he's on the show zoe timbrell she's on the show and tingram it's all here on auto glim tintop tuesday to anyone that knows who that was. 
The Only Ones and Another Girl, Another Planet. Appropriate name. I think it was their only hit. Uh, the only ones, and another girl, another planet here on Autoglim Tin Top Tuesday. Um, oh, poor old Dan Robot, I'm not feeling 100%. Um, a naughty tingers for taking the mickey on text while he was chatting to me. Uh, Lee says, Delighted to hear you're doing well and looking forward to the full rundown of Autoglim kit which you use on your motorhome. We've got an old Hymer, which we use some Powermax pro- uh, products on. Uh, advertising via the BTCC definitely works. I can tell you what I use on, on the motorhome. I use the Polar Trio. The Polar Trio of joy. Polar Blast, Polar Wash and Polar Seal. And it keeps it looking spick and span, that's for sure. Um, uh, Lee continues, came across a fact the other day which astounded me. And I suspect it'll ripple tingers and the listeners too. What's the all-time lap record at Thruxton? Answer, 57.6 seconds. Damon Hill in a Williams FW15C Formula 1 car. The average speed was 147 miles per hour. It took place on the 10th of October 1993. Rumour has it that Damon's hands are still shaking. Obviously the track is different today, but sub-60 seconds at Thruxton is some achievement. Here's some more info, and there's a link. Uh, all the very, very best. Lee from Huddersfield. Um, uh, uh, thank you, Lee. And I did know that. And the reason that I knew that, I was there. Um, it, it was my very first year of commentary in 1993. Um, it, they tried to do the run at the Silver Jubilee meeting earlier on in the year. There was a software problem, a software glitch, and they couldn't get the car to run. So uh, Williams being Williams and Damon being Damon said, no, we haven't been able to do it to celebrate your Silver Jubilee. We'll come back and we'll do it. And um, I remember standing next to the car because I was going to interview Damon at the end of the end of the run. I had never been so close to a Formula One car when it had fired up. And I jumped out of my little skin. I did. The, the the sound unbelievable when it fired up see i've been lulled into a full sense of security earlier in the year when it didn't fire up so thank you lee lee from huddersfield hope the weather's nice up there uh oh sarah dot has written in i'll come to that in a couple of moments i've got a lot of emails for tingram you you need your you need your you need your own mailbag nowadays tingers mail are they still a th- is a mailbag still a thing um uh, okay, um, you bring me on to an argument that I once had with um, Alan Gow. Oh God! Uh, another argument that I had with Alan Gow. Not, an, not another one. So, 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 what do you call? You know the 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 red thing, right? Uh, a box. Uh, a, a what? A post box. A post box. Is that what you call it? Oh my! Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, That's no, fine. no, no. You see, uh, the same as T. You and I. Uh, see eye to eye on this okay good god i thought we we're gonna have a falling out no 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 you, no, no, you, no. you went with that no, then i was no. i was getting worried mate no or um a, a pillar box um is another phrase that i offered uh, when i was young they were they were referred to as a pillar box uh, because they're on a pillar um yeah, well it depends isn't it i suppose it depends on the 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 the, the makeup of the it. makeup if it's one of, yeah, yeah yeah if it's, yeah, if no. it's on a if it's on if it's kind of strapped to a pole like a sort of a dog poo bend bag then that yes could be, yeah. that, I, could, I could see that like a pillar box but <laughs> um yeah uh mr gal mailbox mailbox yeah i can yeah, yeah i've yeah. never called it a mailbox a ever cultural, that's, that's got to be a cultural thing it, yeah of course 
Um, uh, but we've we've yeah we've argued with this on and off over the years. Yeah, no, I wouldn't call it a mailbox. Postbox. Postbox. It's it's fairly to the point, isn't it? It's interesting when we analyse these things, though, isn't it? Because these are things that you know we've talked about for years. Yeah. So I think America do it quite well with a lot of their sort of like sidewalk. Well, that's exactly what it. Why is it a pavement? Sidewalk. I mean, that makes total sense. <laughs> it does you know what I mean? They, it's just a lot more to the point. It's just a lot more kind of simple, not messing around. You're right. To the point. You're right. Sidewalk. You're right. Yeah, makes yeah, sense. No, makes no, total sense. No, There's right. probably loads more. But they, but, um, yeah, but the, the Americans also get a lot, a lot of things uh, terribly wrong that they talk about. Uh, I well, can't. in uh, in Arizona, they can't, still can't make flakes, still can't melt <laughs> no, flakes, no, so no, that was, that, they're correct. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, no, no, you're, correct. you're absolutely right. Um, but uh, the pronunciation of the, uh, the very light metal ah, a- aluminium yeah. is, yeah. is yeah, yeah. incorrect on every single level. Uh, not even slightly, is it? No, it it, it is utterly ridiculous. Utterly, you see, Jackie has just written in to say uh, definitely postbox. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, well, quite right, right, Jackie. Yeah. yeah, absolutely right. Absolutely right. Definitely postbox. Uh, why was I not motorhoming at Donington? Because my my car was full of PA system, uh, 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 Jackie. Um, so, sorry. Uh, 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 no, no, no. And, and uh, far sorry. from it. Do not apologise. Uh, let's have a production conversation on air, Tigers. Yep. Did the, did, did the PA system work nicely for you? Uh, oh no! Uh, no, did we? Did we have to do this now? Oh no! You, are you serious? No, it didn't. It, it didn't work. It didn't work. No. Are you serious? Yeah. This is terrible news. This know, is that, a- that's why. As soon as you started saying for this, I thought I get that. I can't lie, but what? equally, this is not the time for it. I think someone had unplugged it. Did you plug it back in and get it to work? No, because it was it was hidden. You know, we've hit we're we're very CDO in uh, in Accelerate Hospitality. And, Thank and you for CDO. Like, yeah, much better than OCD. Yeah, yeah, absolutely right. Um, we we don't like cables, so cables no, are no. hidden wherever possible. Yeah, uh, which is an inconvenience when somebody unplugs something because it's, it's a uh, huge inconvenience. Yes, oh man, above. It, yes, you, you have to you have to take things apart. Yes, uh, the TVs had to come down. It, it oh, was no. a nightmare. Oh. It's a nightmare. Well, so. Uh, no, I don't think they were plugged in, uh, which is a, which is a large to. to it, it, it's to a major disadvantage when you want a PA system to work. So when I install it for you at Brands Hatch, can you ask people not to touch it? Yes, happily, because it worked beautifully on Saturday oh, night, magnificently well. Oh. Goodness me. Right, OK. Goodness. Well, we'll try again. Unfortunately, I can't offer technical support on the day. I'm a bit well, sort of I, tied I, up I, elsewhere. I wouldn't class that as technical support. What setting out make sure it works? Well, plugging it in. No, I did plug it in. It well, was that's all not plugged really technical in. Technical support when it comes to that point, does it? That's kind of uh, no. Um, my kind of my my job is done on the Saturday night. Mm, yeah, you, um, you pass that over to yeah. Uh, yeah. You pass that over. That's job done. That's JD. It, it, job done. <laughs> it really is. Rebecca Howland has written in to say, "Hi, Alan. Thank you again to you and Tingram for having your photograph ta- photograph taken with me on Saturday, which I have attached and." I was part of this photograph. Um, it was uh, an Autoglim Tintop Tuesday Tingram feature special photograph. Uh, Rebecca in the middle. Um, I'm standing on the uh, upward end of a slope, uh, and I'm about oh, the same yes. size as the uh, <laughs> same height as Rebecca. Um, Tingram is having to crouch down um, significantly so that he doesn't make me look like I'm a cartoon. 
Um, <laughs> so thank you for doing that. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. Most welcome. Uh, right, I'm, I'm continuing to go through your mailbag. Um, uh, Katie. Postbag. Uh, so, surely it should be a postbag, because if you're saying mailbag, yeah. that would mean that Alan is correct by calling it a mailbox. Surely it's a postbag. I'm just going through the postbag. Uh, Katie says, I just wanted to send an email to congratulate Tingram on his win, which now sadly only counts on the road, but the, uh, the race was amazing nonetheless. Here, here, It was an amazing race. Thank you. Um, and also to commend him on his professionalism after the race and before race three, when many drivers would have been a lot more vocal, which really shows why Tom is one of the best drivers on and off the track. Ah, that's very nice. Good luck for the finale, Tom. Hopefully it goes your way and you finally get a long overdue championship title. Uh, But if not, this is still a season to be proud of. There we go. Ah, What a lovely, lovely letter. Thank you, Katie. It is nice. Um, And I've printed these out, so they do become more of a letter. Yeah, yeah, I can hear it. I can hear it. This is lovely. This one comes from Ollie Jennings. Do you frank them? Um, Just to give it that real authentic feel. Or a lovely wax seal. Oh, wax seal. Why are they not a thing anymore? Uh, They are. They are if you get married. Um, So I've had two wedding invitations this year for weddings next year. um, And both of them, no, three actually, and they've You're all three of guy. them, yeah. And they've all three of them had. Um, no, I think it's just my mates taking the Mickey, saying, "Oh yeah, how long did your marriage last?" Um, uh, uh, but they're all three of them have got wax seals on the back. Well, there you go. Clearly, the uh, 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 a wax seal is clearly the uh, the in thing. It's the maybe it's because it, of uh, maybe it's because of uh, COVID. No one's licking envelopes anymore. Good point. Did you ever used to do that? What lick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Did you? Yes, yeah. And and Christmas cards, I mean, you could rip your tongue apart. Uh, and licking the envelopes. Did you, actually, did you and, actually lick the envelope? Of course. And and oh, licking the and, absolute animal. And licking the stamps as well, of course. Well, they're sticky. No, not the self-adhesive ones. They were they, they were they were gum. They were they were lickable gum. But you in, didn't have to lick them, it just needed water. In the olden day. I mean, no, but that's what you did. You licked the envelope. You of course you did. You your finger in some water and no, surely. No. And then oh. when and then when your friend or, or relative opens it up, they hold the, the envelope close to their cheek and say, Oh, that's like having a sloppy kiss. It's true. Wow. That's what we used to do in the olden days, Tingers. Wow. The olden days are weird. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. I used to wear <laughs> I used to wear dinner dress. Um, right, Ollie. Ollie. <laughs> no, no comment required. Uh, Ollie Jennings says, "Hi, Alan. What a meeting." I thought it was going to come from Ollie Jackson. <laughs> no, Ollie no. Jackson was sending o- mail. In. Ollie Jackson Hi, Ollie. hasn't sent me mail for a long time. Disappointing. Uh, nor his wife Emma Jackson. Sort, they need to sort their stuff out, don't they? Were you being rude to Robo when he was on the when he was on the show on the on, uh, texting? I was just dropping him a little bit of banter. I mean, the poor boy was suffering. You could, you could tell Alan, in his voice. I'm suffering today. You, you right? Okay, um, Ollie Jennings. I'll get to your mail in a moment. Uh, Tingers, I, how remiss of me not to mention it. How's Thank your you. hand? Oh, I, it, terrible. Yeah, terrible. Tell people what you've so done. I got stung by a bee. Uh, this is not joking. No. I. I've seen the... Uh, actually, I haven't seen the offending bee. I've seen the offensive no, that's, hand. That's dead. Um, 
the uh, well, they only get one crack at it, don't they? Well, I, I kind of feel, as you said, I feel slightly honoured that it used its one shot on me. It must have really hated you. Must have. So obviously, it's a bit getting a bit cold. Uh, it kind of knows that it's getting towards the end. They're of the sleepy because Strictly Come Dancing's begun. That's <laughs> that's when you know time to stick the heater on. Yeah. Get the fire going. Yeah, yeah. Down. Yeah. And wait for Brands Hatch when touring cars begin. Yeah, to yeah. Um, and he's obviously a little bit stupid. And he and he landed on my neck, and I didn't realise it was a bee on my neck. And I went, "That's weird. What's on my neck?" Uh, and I went to brush it off. To which the bee went, "Ah!" Wow. He's attacking me. Stung me. Stung me right in the hand. So on my index finger. So now it looks like I have a male appendage growing in between my my thumb and middle finger because it's swollen and it's terrible. It really looks really. <clears throat> is it painful or yes. itchy? Is terrible, it? right? Both, and the worst part of it is, Alan. I'm meant to be playing golf at the Belfry tomorrow with some friends. Oh no! Right? Oh dear! What a waste. Wait, wait, you can't do that. You can't play golf. Not well, with I'm, I'm, not with that thing. I might, I might sort of, uh, I might play golf, but just look like I'm pointing all the time. <laughs> I kind of look like somebody kind of going, "Hey," you know, when you kind of tuck your your little finger, your ring finger, and your your middle finger and then sort of point i kind of look like i'm doing or, i look like i'm doing that all the so time so which finger is it the index finger on the left my hand index on my right hand on your right hand okay I'm so right handed it's right yeah so so i when i used to play golf oh, i used to have the terrible. interlocking grip mm, so that's, the two that's, that's me uh, what the little finger and the index finger on the left that's is the one. yeah you the interlock yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, okay, well, I mean, presumably, if we just tick off everything that you should have done, presumably you've gone for the for the blue bag? The what? The blue bag. What's that? You don't know what the blue bag is? What's that? What earth is the blue These bag? These youngsters, seriously. Is this another olden days thing? So, so this is an olden days thing, right? Send your germs <laughs> around the country on an envelope. If, if ever... Disgusting. So if ever... Um, I don't know what the blue bag is, right? But but your grandmother, and yeah. consequently my mother, would yeah. always carry uh, somewhere underneath the um, un- underneath the sink. They would call something called. Uh, uh, they would carry something called. Uh, uh, I think it was called bag blue, right? And it was like a. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's a d- don't. This is true. I'm not. I'm not making this up. It's the thing um, you spray on horses when they have a when they have a cut or something. It, I think it was something it? laundry based. Oh, okay. So okay. I think it was something laundry based, and it was like a, a like a like a, a snooker uh, chalk, um, but about three times the size in a sort of a hessian bag, and that was the magic of the bag. You never what? took the blue cube out of the hessian bag. What? And and then you and Where then is this going? And then they would and then they would wet the blue bag oh. and place it on the sting, and like magic. The swelling would go down. Hold on. Blue. Hold on. I'm, I'm going right, to... Right. Google bag blue B. Bag. Yeah. And you'll find it. I guarantee. B. Bag blue B. Have you found it? Not even Google knows what you're on about here, mate. <laughs> <laughs> right. I have just got a selection of either big letter blues. Right. Blue bag big, B no, sting. Blue... blue do you think my mum was taking the mickey out of me B. again? That was it, that was it. Uh, maybe she's just rubbing uh, right, snooker chalk right, all bl- over Blue you. bags and bee stings. Bee stings. Blue bags and bee stings. And then... And then Beckett's, uh, uh, Reckett's bag uh, blue. 
It's now springtime here in Australia, my favourite time of the year. Not that winter in Brisbane is too bad, mind you. Shirt sleeves weather for much of the time. When do you, you get to about? the point? I'm reading out from... Ah, here it is. What on earth are you so, on about? So, uh, 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 Wreck-It Bag Blue. This yeah, is, that's, that's the I've thing. Just, I've just found it on... Uh, that's the thing. On, on Google. It looks bizarre. Right. Back before automatic washing machines and washing powders with uh, space-age ingredients, we had boilers. <laughs> <laughs> what? That Again, this, bro- only, this only backs up my argument of the <laughs> olden days are weird. <laughs> there was one magic ingredient, however, that my grandmother added to the wash. It was called a blue bag. It was a small muslin-wrapped bag of... But it's synth- a bag blue. So, well, it would be after you got it wet, I guess. Yeah. It was- sodium... It was a small muslin... We're reading the same thing on B-Law, B-Stories, both past and present. (laughs) For anyone looking to join in, it's B-Law.com. That's B-Law.com. Its great magical use was on bee stings. Uh, Whenever the inevitable happened, one of our mothers or grandmothers would produce a wet blue bag, place it on the wound, and no more pain. None of us knew wow. why, of course, but it's we were grateful some... for this piece of passed-down law. There was clearly some bad stuff in that. Do you think? Oh, yeah. Like like the old Sunny Delight. Like, See, there's, whatever whatever was in there is is not fit for this human is, this consumption. Is, this is really good. I've got Lisa Haywood now sending me in more information about the, uh, about the magical blue. Thank you, Lisa. Yeah, you see, I'm not completely... Wow. I'm not completely nuts all the time. See, did you, um, did you, did you, um, did you pincer out the barb? Yes, that, did that, you? that was, that was, uh, Have you kept that was it? it. What? No. Oh, Why? okay. No, I would you... keep it. Why? I was. Why would you keep it? Because I would sellotape it to a piece of paper, what? put it in an envelope, lick the envelope, close <laughs> it, and, and post it to a good friend of mine. I don't know. <laughs> would you like me to find it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you know where it is? No. No. And but, did, and did no. you watch the bee suffer? Yeah. Yeah. Did you is help that... it? No. Nah. Well, no, it's going to, I mean, it's going to, you didn't try and pop the bar back in. <laughs> well, I thought. He, I thought. I mean, some he's, kind of operation on. He's it. kind of have his one shot. Yeah, so yeah. He kind of made it count. Did you? He might never get this moment again. Did you scream? No, double hard me. Uh, did you cry? A little bit. I would have cried um, a bit. No, I didn't. I didn't cry. Mm. You know what? It was absolutely fine until about mm, ten o'clock this morning. Okay. So it happened about. I don't know, 11 o'clock yesterday morning. Right. And then it wasn't until about 10 o'clock today that suddenly this thing, well, this, this f- extra bit of finger grew. Yeah. And it's, and it's, it's ridiculous. There we go. We've got another, another uh, text which has come in. Um, uh, it was called a Dolly Blue. A Dolly Blue? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you see, uh, these are um, uh, seasoned professionals at dealing with bee stings. Uh, you, you're, um, uh, you know, you're, you're a millennial. You're a youngster. Uh, you, you, and, and we're passing on our wisdom of many years gone by. Oh, they do call it a dolly blue. Yeah, you see. The same thing, the rackets. There, there you go. There you go. I, don't, I haven't got one anymore. Oh. I know. Disappointing, I think they're isn't probably it? In, in, immensely illegal. Like, uh, probably are. You don't know what's in them, do you? Exactly that. Well, no. whatever was in it was bad. See, I was just... I, I was... Just, 
it was always just kind of get the dog to lick it better, whatever that, whatever anything else. If you cut yourself, you got the dog to lick it better, didn't you? That was always the sort of the remedy for anything else. If you fell over and scraped your knee, you'd get the dog to lick it better. <laughs> whatever it was, that you would always just get the dog to lick it better. I, we never we never had a dog, so I've I've never um, uh, I've never experienced this. But what I do know um, is that uh, I've made friends with uh, David Bartram's new dog. Uh, which is uh, uh, the former boss of Motorbase Performance. Um, He's now got a dog, a dog called Yogi Bear. Um, So cool because he is the size of a bear. Um, What is he? Some some, uh, Hungarian rescuing, big, hairy, um, silly sausage of a dog. If if David Bartram were to get a dog, it's going to be... It's going to be a big dog, isn't it? He's not going to go for a chihuahua, is he? He's not going to go for a little dog. Not really. It's going to be a big, it's a, manly... It's a Barty-sized dog. Big, manly man's dog. And and, and Yogi cannot stop um, being affectionate to me. Oh, that's he, nice. He, I know. That's good. That's I a know. good thing. So, as soon as I get out of the car, uh, then he bounds over to the gate, and then... Uh, and then Barty gets grumpy because uh, if I get out the car and he bounds over to the gate, we can't lock him in his little in his little paddock, so that the gate he can has be open. Oh yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, I suppose he is a bear. So that that house is set up for Yogi. I nice. can guarantee. Well played. It. Yeah, and and uh, it, it's 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 all it's all about the Yogi. Nice, rightly so. Yeah, quite right too. How quite is so. um how is your own uh, little ball of fluff and joy? just magnificent (laughs) honestly he's just the best thing in the world yeah we came back on sunday night and he was just thrilled it doesn't matter it doesn't (laughs) matter the day you've had he's just thrilled to see you in the nicest possible way and he has he's like a shadow he just follows you around wherever you go he just wants to be he's just honestly he's just awesome so are you in race two if I may say so. Thank once you, mate. Uh, once you shed all your weight and you're able to to uh, stretch the legs of the machine, um, I like, uh, that I like was astonishing. When, I like it when you come over to the grid because we always discuss about that sort of stuff, don't we? We either say, you've lost loads of weight or you've put <laughs> loads of weight on. It's always like, yeah, I've been to Fat Fighters and I've lost 66 kilos. It's amazing. Yes, you're, uh, or, yes, you're right. <laughs> Had a big night, did you? You just put sixty-six <laughs> kilos on. This we, I kind of, I do. That's actually one of my highlights. But um, thank you, mate. No, it's very kind of you. It was. Um, it was amazing. That second, that second race was just blowing good fun. I bet you loved it. Yeah, yeah. Every single lap. Of yeah, it. It, yeah. It, it's such a privilege to drive a car when it when it's uh, when it's feeling like that. When it just does everything you want it to. It turns in how you want. You have the lovely bit of mid corner grip. You've got the amazing traction because you're low on weight. It just does everything you want it to. And it is honestly such a pleasure to drive when they're like that. It, it really, really is. We shouldn't, we shouldn't detract from the fact that I mean, you're third in the championship. You're one of the main championship protagonists heading into the final um, uh, meeting of the year. Um, but the point that Katie made in her, in her uh, email earlier on um, is, is very valid. Um, people might forget this is your first year with the team. The car is very young in its development. Um, you and the team have achieved a huge amount this year, haven't you? And I think I... I, I 
like I think any any sort of uh, sportsman or anyone that's that's looking after a business, you don't look at any of that. You just look on the results. You just look on the doesn't matter. We need to win. We need to do this. We need to do this. And sometimes you do need to take a little bit of a step back to look at what we've done. And uh, it's it's really really cool. It's really really cool when you think back to the start of the year. Um, Accelerate hadn't won a race and then we're going into the final round yeah, of the amazing. season in contention yeah. to win the championship so in that sense it's amazing to see what we've what we've been able to achieve together and it, it has been such an amazing run at it um you know with three uh, four wins well three wins um this season it's been uh, it, it's been quite the run so it's been like i say it's been a real a real sort of privilege to to be able to work with the people that we work with and you know with the people like marvin and sandra who i've seen around the paddock for for years and years and years and had huge amounts of respect for to be able to work with those guys and and you know that everyone in the team has, has been amazing and has been so welcoming and uh just so nice to us it's been such a lovely season and i've i've honestly i've loved every minute of it um every minute of it uh, it's been a couple of minutes I maybe didn't enjoy, but there were many when I was up in the Toka bus. <laughs> but the rest of it's been uh, been really, really good. Yeah, but yeah, being in the Toka bus is generally not the greatest of experiences, is it? They're not that no. nice, if I'm honest. No, 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 no. no I get, no, I totally, no, I totally get that. Um, and let me come back to Ollie Jennings. By the way, we need to thank people for uh, bringing us uh, various items of food over the weekend. Have um, you? Have you? How many are you through? Uh, well, so are you talking fries, creams? Yep. I don't know who they came from. I don't have a name for the fries creams. No, I don't. No. But uh but it's the it's the I think it's the full selection, isn't it? Isn't there the I've the, got three. I've got the I think they're blue, green and orange. orange yeah. I wanted to say. I, yeah, yeah, I think I've got the same. Yeah. Nice. Which Excellent. is fantastic. I know I haven't had any yet. Um they are still oh, in Oh, that's my, very restraint of you. Yeah, I know. I know, but um but uh, uh Podium Lucy any- did you have any more Rocky Road? Uh, no, I, I haven't done that yet. I haven't. Uh, Dawn brought the Rocky Road. Um, oh. She also uh, sent a, 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 an image of the weekend of her uh, giving some Rocky Road to uh, Rob, who is the very, very tall cameraman, ITV cameraman from the pit lane, oh, and a great guy as well. Image of the week. week. Oh, I let you down there. Yeah, Sorry, man. Totally I'm big, it's all right. It's a bit croaky. Uh, was, your, uh, was your Rocky Road, did have flake on it? Uh, yes, yeah, it's the same yeah. one. Then I, I, that was really nice. That was I, well. I think only you and I got the ones with flake. Oh, okay. I think nice. everybody else, uh, everybody else got uh, just regular. Nice. Good. We're um, we're special. Special. Yeah, special. yeah, yeah. Well, we knew that anyway, Alan. But you know, we knew that. Uh, Podium Lucy, uh, Podium Lucy's mum came along at the weekend, and uh, she had baked. So I got a. What's a, Podium Lucy's mum's name? Uh, Podium Lucy's mum. There we go. Is what she's known as, Um, and uh, and and she baked mince pies. So I had. Okay, so this is this is a great topic to get onto. Actually, I'll come back to this. God, do continue, please. Puff. Yes. Is that what you're going to ask? What pastry? Yeah. Lattice, lattice puff with bits of sugar on top. Nothing wrong with that. You see. Yeah. Now you're talking, and and they were beautiful. So I don't get a chance to. eat a lunch on sunday um so i had uh, five mince pies uh was my food five, on, uh, five. yep wow and Are they how big 
Uh, pretty, pretty sizable. Because I mean, if they're the ones that are like sort of coasters or teacups size, are they those ones? Or Not that big. Tiny ones? No. Um, so I, I'm doing the circle with my hand. Um, I wonder the size you mean. <clears throat> it, 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 so if you were to if you were to to, to put your uh, your thumb and your index finger together. That's all yeah, yeah, no, no, Ruth, by the way. Uh, Podium Lucy's mum's name is Ruth. I, do you know, I never knew that. I've only ever I've called her Lucy's mum. I've got this wonderful mom. image of lots of people now putting their thumb and their index finger together. No, to you see, I've got, short, I've got short stubby fingers, so... Um, I've got one massive finger, <laughs> so this isn't working that well. No, don't, you don't try and do it, not with, not with, your, not with your injured beasting finger. Absolutely. So I need... So if my index finger and thumb on my left hand uh, makes an O, but I complete the O with an inch from the distance between my index finger and my thumb on my right hand, that's about the size of Ruth's mince pies. Oh, wow. So it's a, okay. yeah, it's, it's a sizable beast. I love the fact there's loads of people currently doing this. <laughs> and if, if you can see anyone else doing it, just take a photo of them. Because it, could be. I'd love to see how weird I look right now. It could be an, an, an entry for... Image of the week. We got nice. we got that. Um, Ollie Jennings. Uh, what a meeting for me! It has to be one of, if not God. the meeting How of the season. How many questions has Ollie Jennings sent in tonight, please? I, I just well, we, got, st- we just haven't got through it yet. I, no, I just keep saying Ollie Jennings. So <laughs> he, needs, he needs his own jingle. Um, right. All three races were exciting in their own right. Race two was a particular highlight. Seeing the amazing Tingram race through. Uh, losing my voice, shouting at him, work his way through like a hot knife through butter and being, as my girlfriend put put it, uh, like a school kid. It was amazing and truly couldn't have been uh, wished more for as a Tingram fan. Just a shame about the penalty. Yep, less said about that, the better. Jade was magnificent in both quali and the first half of the race too until her seemingly endless bad luck struck again. It surely uh, has to come good for her and soon. Speaking of bad luck magnets, Rick Parfit, what's it got to take? Uh, what, what's it got to take to get him a good weekend? You speak to any of the fans, and they'd sacrifice their firstborn to see him get a good weekend. Goodness he's so richly deserved. I mean, that's quite wow. that's quite severe. That is that seems a little over the top, if I'm honest. We're, we're no, no sacrificial first. No sacrificial lambs. No, no sacrificial firstborns. No, absolutely. Holy Second and what? third is fine. Uh, one of the kindest, most inspirational people on the whole grid, who is always happy to have a photo and chat to fans despite his luck. An endless stream of uh, uh, of um, uh, proverbial that goes his way. You simply have to get him on the show again. Him and Nick. Uh, do you know? I tried to get Nick on tonight. He's busy, so I, I He's will. He's too busy playing playing games uh, uh, and being I've on telly. Him, I've seen him twitching and YouTubing and and doing all sorts of stuff. He's at a minute. He's, he's a, a busy fella. He's a busy lad. He's a busy, busy fella. Lad. He's clearly a man in demand. He is. Ollie Jennings, all the best, Alan. I will, as always, be listening to the podcast. But my busy work commitments mean I can't catch a break to listen live. But you make a great compliment to my running the day after, and uh, Ollie is a student nurse in Bristol, so he is very busy. Thank you, Ollie. Thank you, Ollie. Please tell me the next one is from uh, Northern Steve. Evening, Al. Northern Steve here with bad news. (laughs) It's almost like we planned it. Amazing. Uh, Northern Steve here with bad news. Hey up, Northern Steve. 
due to unexpected circumstances oh, no. and miserable weather, tonight's no. episode of Is It Possible to Melt a Flake has had to be postponed, <laughs> but we'll be back with a bang, quite literally. I, I hope not. In time for the Brands Hatch edition of TTT. So, unfortunately, I'll have to talk about racing and not chocolate tonight. Oh. Yeah, I don't think we'll bother with that, Steve. Thanks Throw very that much. straight in the bin. <laughs> Cheers, our Steve, lad. <laughs> Absolutely appalling. By the way, uh, you probably didn't hear at the start of the show, uh, uh, Tingers. Is that when you were late? or uh, it, uh, Might have been a minute late or two. Uh, technical gremlins. Um, <clears throat> technical gremlin, I hadn't looked at the clock. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah I, so I, I, I suppose in a way it is a technical gremlin. <laughs> it's a human technical gremlin. You don't let me get away with anything, do you? Absolutely not. Goodness no, me. You wouldn't let it happen to me, so... Well, no, no, uh, no, it's you're... It's only right. No, you're absolutely right. Now, there was another... Uh, thank you, everyone, um, uh, for all... Uh, here, we, here we go, Dan Smith. Um, if you could pass on my thanks to Tom for his time for my son Harry at Donington. Harry gave him a high five before race two and said he wants him to win. And he did, kind of. Harry was so chuffed that he helped him win. That's from Dan and Harry Smith. Thank you for listening, guys. When I make a promise, you see. Yeah, you see, you can't let let young fans down, can you? Can't can't let them down. You can't let them down. Cannot let them down. Do you know, this year, um, Tintop Tuesday, Autoglim Tintop Tuesday, has gone uh, beyond anything we've had before. The amount of uh, people that come up to us in the paddock, which is it, it's absolutely lovely, isn't it? It is. It is a really nice thing to hear, and it's really nice to hear that people listen in uh, and are so uh, are so, a, a very complimentary. Alan, whenever whenever I hear uh, or whenever I speak to anyone, they says, "Oh, we always listen to Tintop Tuesday. We always <laughs> listen to the whole show. We love it. It really." And even if people don't listen live, they'll always listen back. It is really nice to hear it is it, it, it is quite incredible and we we've done this show this is the 14th season of autoglim tintop tuesday yeah it is wow. yeah uh 14th year that we've done it um and um and we have never had Who was your first guest um that's, that's a, quite a question it's a it? very good question so uh we did a couple of years we were on sky um so we were on one of the radio channels on sky nice. and and we used to do it every week okay so nice. so it was touring cars it was anything with a roof so it was touring cars it was world rallying it was dtm it was gt racing um and and we filled it every week uh and uh, that was like that was pretty tough i think we did that for the first couple of years uh and then we started doing it just after rounds of the btcc and we started focusing on the btcc um and uh, um and then we had a couple of years off when we didn't have a sponsor and we came off the radio channel on Sky and started uh, doing it as a, a, a stream, the sort of thing that we do now. And we had we, we've had some amazing sponsors over the years. Have you, ha, have you still got that first show recorded? Yeah, yeah, I have yeah. Oh, I think I think you need to play the opening link at some point. Uh, we 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 had uh, yeah because during lockdown we were wondering what we could do. Yeah, uh, maybe maybe that, we were going to play a few really of the cool old thing. ones. 
Yeah. That'd be a really cool thing to do. Just play the opening link or something, and uh, or, and then and then you know at some point just just play one of the original show, that, like the first so show we, you did or something. We, That'd di- be really we, cool. we did it after, so I think it was two thousand and five was the first year, and we did it after the media day for the launch of that season, and um, and my my biggest rant uh, alongside my uh, my resident guest in the studio, uh, Matt James, he the editor of Motorsport News. Um, uh, my biggest rant of the show, and it was only an hour. We only did an hour for the first show, Crikey. and then we made it two hours for the next one. Um, uh, my biggest rant was that on the journey on the way home, I was eating a packet of Watsits, uh, and and in the packet of Watsits was one errant quaver. No. Yeah. That doesn't happen. No, it did. What? Would you eat the quaver? Yeah. No, you see, I didn't. That was, that was a foreign body. If I opened a packet of but quavers... Been, how did you know it wasn't a Watsit-flavoured quaver? Uh, because, it lo- because it looked different. It, that's because it's, that's it's a, a quaver in a pack of Watsits. Yeah. Well, yeah. That might be, that might be the name of my debut album. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah Hobin has just said, listening to Tin Top Tuesday for the first time tonight, great way to spend an evening in my camper van. Hubby and I had a great weekend at Donington celebrating our wedding anniversary and cheering on Tingram and Flash. Flash is coming up on the show. Uh, wish we could make it to Brands, but no chance my boss will give me the Monday off as it's a bit far from Aberdeen to do Aberdeen. a day trip. Wow. Ooh. Sarah says, loving the show. Evening, guys. What a nice thing to cuddle down in a, in a nice camper van and stick on Tin Top Tuesday, eh? Spot on. Hey, Very good indeed. It's not bad, is it? I've got one more image of the week that I wanted to mention because it came in a little bit earlier on and it was a fantastic picture of you. But I've got too many emails and I can't find it. So uh, sorry about that. But I will that's that, go that's through that one gone then. Yeah, I will go through all the images of the week. What's the time? It is oh, goodness. Uh, nine. Right. Um, oh, yeah. We, we, <laughs> 9.30-something, 9.38. Uh, 40 minutes. Wow. Um, yeah. How's that happen? Uh, uh, How got, do we do this every time? I, I have absolutely no idea. Uh, bee stings. Um, uh, bee stings. And, and, yeah. Bee stings. <laughs> um, one final one. Go. Your favourite Mr. Kipling cake. Oh, I'd... You, you have one choice here. You're not allowed to go with, well, my favourite is this. You, so we're talking country slice. We're talking Bakewell's. We're talking mm. lemon slices. Yeah. We're talking all of them. You have one choice. And if I were to pick Iced Fancies, oh, <laughs> so presumably I can't... Oh, yes. Can I? Would I have to specify the pink Iced oh. Fancy? You've smashed that. Yeah, you've won that. I'd, I'd overlook those. Uh, you see, you can't go wrong was, with an Iced Fancy. I was going to go with one of the lemon slices. Oh, were you? Yeah. Uh, the trouble is, I'm torn because although uh, the pink ice fancy is a beauty, if I'm to did pick you out, used to, but did you used to bite the cream bit off first? No, never. What did you? Did you not? I no, used to bite, never. I used to, bite, I used to sort of bite that bit off as a. I can. I can see that uh, why that would be attractive, but no, uh, I. <laughs> <laughs> I I I needed the I, ne- I needed the full experience. Um, so, you're right. <laughs> Come back to me. <laughs> no, do- no, do come back. Do come back because I haven't answered the question. <laughs> <laughs> 
Although I've teased you with the with the with the pink eyes fancy, it's not my favourite of Kipling. My my my, my fav my favourite of Kipling. <laughs> you know, no, please stop. No, no, don't. Um. So so no, it 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 is the humble cherry Bakewell. Is is the is, is the are you still there? You're not I'm there. Crying, Are you I'm back? Crying, what about <laughs> what happened? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> I, yeah, uh, oh, the, I'm uh, back in the room. Uh, <laughs> oh. so, uh, so, so my, so my favourite is, is the humble cherry Bakewell. No one does a cherry Bakewell like Kipling, and you can quote me on that. I don't know when I'll, I don't know when I'll ever get a chance to quote you on that, but uh, thanks. If it, um, if it was did, a West End you, show, that's you, the quote I'd like outside. Oh, no one does a bake well like Kipling. I, that that I properly had the giggles. There. I was <laughs> in tears. I don't know why. I, I um, can't remember what it was oh, that set you off. But. I don't know. I really have no idea. <laughs> but it was um, lovely to hear you giggle. It's the. Uh, it's, did you did you do the same with iced gems? You used to bite the little. Oh, biscuit I, off. oh no! I used to bite those off. Yeah. Oh, they're magnificent. And then you get left so, with biscuit. What's the point yeah, of that? So yeah. we got. I tell you right. So hold on. Let me find the app. Yeah. So we found an app, and it's really good. Oh, here it is. It's called. Uh, too good to go. Right. Now, uh, this isn't a sponsored post or anything. I just, no. I just like it. It's just really cool. So it's called Too Good to Go. Now, what that is, is it's basically, uh, it helps with food waste. It helps minimize food waste. Right. So you can get, they call it a magic bag. It's really cool. So for instance, I can look at one here and it says spa. Uh, and it's available from 7 till 10. It costs £3. Uh, and you basically get all the stuff that would go out a day on that day rather than throwing it in the bin they sell it cheap wow. so you get loads of cool stuff and the best thing is, is you don't know what you're going to get oh it's wow a, it's a magic bag so like a jamboree really bag cool. so you could get you could get like some bags of salad some potatoes uh, some some ham sandwiches you get all sorts of stuff wow. and you can proper win or lose on that sometimes and we got one once and it had about four packs of, uh, of ice gems in it so we were uh, we were living off ice gems for about a week <laughs> um, but it's uh, honestly you need to give it a go because it's uh, it is, it's quite the adventure it's fantastic they've got like Starbucks is on there um, I think all sorts of stuff on there it's really cool you need to give it a go uh, so just remind me uh, 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 website address again? It, 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 uh, no, it's just an app. An app. Too good to go. T O good to go. Too. It's just, it's just quite fun. It's just good. a little adventure. T. So. Uh, um, too. Yeah. T O O. Too good to T O. Yeah. Go. Okay. Right. And that's and an it's app. All sorts of stuff, and it's just, it's just cool. I like the so idea of this. Loads of supermarkets do it. Loads of um, some of the some restaurants do it. Oh wow! Um, and basically, it's just rather than throwing food in the bin, um, they'll sell it off cheap, and you can get a you can get a little magic bag. And sometimes it is just quite cool. It's just a, it's a little adventure. If you're having a boring Tuesday night, not that you will, because you've got tint up Tuesday. To to, <laughs> but you can you can you can have a little adventure. Well, next Tuesday something. will be more boring because we don't have yeah. one, and then we have the absolutely the, the, right. Well, we there have, you go. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah. Um, uh, there's something else that I wrote down that I had to talk to you about, but I wrote it too quickly and I can't read my own writing. And so, it's now quarter to ten. 
It is quarter to seven. We are going to be going on to 11 uh, because we've got Gordon Shedden coming up. We've got uh, Ash Sutton coming up. We've got Zoe Timbrell coming up. We've got a big show. This show has grown into a three-hour show. I don't know know how this happened. earlier, do you think? I'm not sure I'd be on time, would I? Well, that's very true. You wouldn't. I forgot about the start of this show tonight. Maybe you need to start at seven. That would... Would people be home by then? You see, I, I've always liked late night sure. radio. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, yeah, a, I'm an into the night kind of guy. I see. So. I'm opposite. I'm opposite. I'm, a, I'm an early to bed and early, early up. Uh, you see, uh, uh, for for a good uh, for a goodly while, I was involved in in national radio, and it was over overnight shows, late night shows. It was all that kind of thing. So, to have a studio with dim lighting and and, and just one light in the corner—that's how I like radio. And also, it's a more intimate radio because people are at home, they're relaxed, and and you're talking directly to them. It's lovely. I I, I love that. I love that connection with the listener. There you go. You see. Uh-huh. See. Wow. Uh, Tingram, we as ever. New every day. Thank you thank very you, much. Uh, championship uh, finale in just a couple of weeks. Who knows what could happen at the final meeting of the year? Because anything, anything could. Anything Any- could. Yeah. Anything could happen. <laughs> In the next half hour. Absolutely right. And it's your homework uh, in the next uh, two weeks uh, to uh, to research something that I threw in that you ignored when you were talking about your magic bag. Um, uh, uh, find out about the jamboree bag. Jamboree bag, right. A jamboree bag. Yeah. Is this another one of those olden, olden things? Uh, from when we were kids, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be weird, doesn't The jamboree bag was a, a, a bag of joy. So that's your Sounds job. Weird. You can research the jamboree, jamboree bag. Yep. Bag. Right. I made a note. Tinkers, as ever, and, and I Thank hope your beasting you, gets better. Can you? Let, let, yeah. Uh, let me know. Um, uh, no more disturbing pictures, but uh, a, a, a normal-sized Tingram hand would be uh, would be nice. <laughs> If that's okay. Thank you, thank you, mate. I'm going to get the giggles again. Thank you, mate. <laughs> Night-night. See you later, buddy. Love you, mate. <laughs> Tom Ingram, everybody. Uh, Tingram here on Auto Glim Tin Top Tuesday.
look over there. Where? There. Here comes Jeannie with her new boyfriend. They say the looks don't count for much, and so there goes your proof. Is she really going out with him? Is she really gonna take him home tonight? Is she really going out with him? Now if my eyes don't deceive me, there's something going wrong around here. Around here. But it looks good, kill. There's a So a few landmarks over the weekend at Donington Park in the BTCC were reached. At one, I'm not sure that the recipient of the landmark fully expected that it was going to happen. Um, and it, it happened, sadly, not on the top step of the podium in real life. But Gordon Shedden, 50 wins in the BTCC is worth celebrating anyway. Oh yeah, absolutely, and uh, each one of them with a with their own story to tell. And yeah, that's it true. Wouldn't be any other way, would it? In no, that, that's. I mean, the <laughs> the only reason we were all caught out, I think, otherwise Matt Neal would have baked you a cake to celebrate or whatever. But he was he was caught unawares there. Oh, I think so. Yeah, um, it's. Uh, you know, it's something which, you know, just kind of crept up. Like you say, it's, uh, you know, I knew it was somewhere close to there. But then, yeah, to, to kind of get get that one over the line, it's, it's half a milestone, isn't it? It's not, it's not 100 wins, but, it, but it's definitely half a milestone. No, no, no. And uh, as Jason Plato will attest, um, those final few on the way to 100 um, can prove to be quite elusive. Absolutely, all of all of them are all of them are elusive. Yeah, and, it's and that's true. the thing, you know, you've got to work so hard for each and every one of them that it's uh, you know you certainly don't take any of them for granted. That's for sure. It's it's it's, it's funny, you know. Um, uh, you, uh, I, I look at you. Um, people are interested in motor racing for different reasons. My my primary interest is from the the human interest side of it the 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 sporting achievement as a as a a human being and and how people react which is which is why i love doing my job because i get to to see those reactions and talk to people about them um and and seeing you um in park fairway on on saturday 
was a was a fascinating thing for me uh, because despite the fact that you've been incredibly successful in the championship, you've won three titles, you've won fifty races. Um, okay, on on Saturday afternoon, you'd won forty eight races, um, but still that feeling when you got out the car, it was like you'd won for the first time all over again. <laughs> yeah, and it was. Um... You know, it was it was it was a great feeling. There's no mm. there's no getting away from that because, uh, and not so much because was it because of the result? I guess a little bit, but also because of the way that it all kind of happened. You know, yes. um, to you, you know the laugh in Q1 was real, was good. Um, you know, to then go again and improve again and find a bit more for Q2 with you know with some ballast on board and, and to set a new qualifying lap record. It's like actually that was a good. Like a good run. That you was know, pretty like a mega good quality run, and it, you know, uh, and and it was that, that 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 kind of pleased me more than anything. Um, and then obviously you see the you know the see you see the reaction to the team, and it's like you know they're they're buzzing, you know, and mm. and we've been kind of kicked about a bit this year, um, and and that was, it was like right, come on, here's another chance. You know, we never give up. Yes, let's yeah. see if we can actually get this momentum rolling. And I'm sure we would have all liked the momentum to be rolling. You know, seven rounds ago, but that sometimes is just the way that the cards fall in BTCC. That's a super way to put it. That you've been kicked about a bit. I, I'm going to use your phrase because I, I couldn't put it better. I was trying to work out a nice phrase to to put it, but you have been kicked about a bit, and and the and the cards haven't always fallen your way. The, the pace has never been in question this year, but coming away from a race weekend with a with a hearty collection of points uh, over all three races has proved to be quite an elusive task, hasn't it? It has, yeah. And, um, you know, you know, we haven't really had a clean weekend until no. Donington. You know, there's always been something and it's, you know... You know, I'd kind of said a little bit, it's like one step forward, two to the side, one back. And, and we've kind of, you know, it's never... And this championship is a little bit about momentum, you know. When, you, when you're when you on the crest of that wave, things fall in your lap and, and so it continues. And when it's not going your way, it doesn't seem to matter which way you turn it. It, it just gets incredibly difficult to start that momentum going. Yeah. So, um, and, and yeah, you know, when... And sometimes you look back at it and you go, "Geez, I mean, you couldn't have written it." You, sometimes you couldn't have written no, a script, no, you know. No. And um, and you know it's bad when you get team managers from other teams kind of you know pulling you aside and going, "Look, have you been like kicking black cats up and down alleys or like walking <laughs> under ladders and things like what's going on?" You know. Are you superstitious? It, it's a bit bizarre. In some are you? Ways. Are, are you superstitious? <laughs> I, I'd like to say I'm not, but. No. There becomes a point a when, bit. yeah, we all are, aren't we? Well, I tell, well, I'm, I'm not superstitious, but I used the same race suit on Sunday that I did on Saturday. Oh, well, I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think you're superstitious. <laughs> Enough <No>. superstition, anyway. <laughs> um, uh, uh, as far as um, uh, this season has gone, um, uh, the weekend was the first um, across the board nice weekend for you. Um, uh, just tell me what that feeling is like when you're driving back from a good job well done over the course of the weekend the 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 feeling i guess of relief uh yeah and uh, you know it's uh you the championship has its trials and tribulations you know and and it does seem to be that you know more of it's drama than not you know, it's uh, you know, uh, and it's what we all sign up to, and it's what we all know, you know, goes on. But it's um, 
you know, to to have a weekend like that where we can start at the front, you can get away, you can get the job done. You just you're like it's it's those weekends that make make the hard weekends yes, more yeah, worthwhile. Yeah. If you know what I mean. Uh, and it's a, it is a little bit like. Um, yeah, I remember years ago somebody said that, that motorsport is 95% disappointment and 5% elation. <laughs> and it pretty much is. You know, <laughs> yeah, you spend most of your time banging your head against the wall going, oh my God, what are we doing? What's happening? You know, and then you get a weekend like that and all is forgotten and you move on again. So how do you, how do you keep the, um, you, you said at the start of this conversation that, that you know, you never give up, you keep pushing. How do, how do you maintain the positive mental attitude when weekend after weekend something has happened like you've had this year um uh, where where you could be very down in the dumps how, how do you how do you come back the the at the next meeting um because i think you've i mean you've got to reset and and you know when it's not going your way it's like you know i've been in this championship long enough now that I, you know that, that i know it isn't always going to go your way and that doesn't make it any easier no. but the one thing that's kind of kept me going oh, this year is that I know we've been fast and I know we've got the potential to do it. Yes, you know, yeah. I think if we were running around in the middle of the pack with no performance and no light at the end of tunnel, that would have been quite difficult. But a, a lot of the scenarios and the things that have transpired this year, some of it has been well out with our control. But when we're running, we're generally running quite fast. Yes. You know, yeah. and, and that is the that, that's the thing which you kind of go, OK, it just needs a few things to click and we'll be OK. And, and obviously that happened at the weekend. The car handles the weight pretty well as well, doesn't it? Which um, uh, this year in particular with the increase in maximum ballast weight and then uh, in increments coming down is a massive part of it. Um, but, uh, but you know, you didn't instantly go backwards when you had a, a, a very heavy car. No, no, you're right. And I think, uh, you know, all the way through, you know, winter testing, we tested with a lot of weight on the car. Mm. And I think, uh, you know, we, we did that with the right, you know, with 100% the right reasons in, in mind. Is, you know, the, the hope was that we're going to be carrying big weight. We're going weight, to be carrying it most know, of the, the time, now, yeah. Uh, the way it's transpired, that, you know, has been a little bit up and down. And, and you know what, I think, I think to a certain extent, we've made the car better with weight than without. You know, we'll, we'll <laughs> wow. maybe by taking the weight out, it's had different effects. Yes, And yeah. we've not maximised the opportunity without the weight. And because we've spent so much time running it with the weight and I know that seems a bit Irish to kind of say that but you know that you know when we bolted 75 kilos in it at Donington you know what we were only a couple of tenths slower than we were with 21 kilos in it yes you yeah, know and yeah, it's like yeah. That shows you how good the thing was with some weight at Donington in race two. You know, there's been good work done on the car. Yeah, yeah, exactly that. Definitely, definitely. So, um, with that in mind, and and you've turned a corner, you've had Lady Luck a little bit more on your side than um, at, uh, on other occasions this year. Um, what are your thoughts going into the uh, final weekend? Uh, I mean, you, you know what it's like when you're right up at the sharp end of the of the championship points table going into that final weekend. You're in a different position. You've got a good car. You're quick. Everything, everything is is uh, really laid out for a good weekend, isn't it? Well, I hope so. You know, but there's been a, I think uh, you know, we certainly you know, car felt really good at Donington. I think we need to go with the same the same same theory in mind for for brands. But I mean, it's going to be it's going to be really exciting, isn't it? You know, I think uh, you know, fine. Ash has got a little bit of a lead, but 
we all know it's not going to be that simple, is it? You know, uh, it, it, it never, never is. is on finals day. <laughs> it never is. <laughs> something always, something always throws a spanner in the works. And you know, from that point of view, you know, everyone was it fa- five top five have all still got a chance mathematically. Correct. You know, probably three realistically. Um, and it'll be interesting to see how they all approach their weekend. You know, and uh, you know, obviously, you know, I'm fortunate enough to have been in that position, you know, many times, and it's it, it does bring on a different significance you know people will approach it and and react in different ways but you know from our point of view we're just flat out get on with it and we'll do the best that we can for for ourselves you know uh, what's the rivalry between you and and, and your brother-in-law because uh, it was a a good weekend for the scots we had all three of the scots on the grid on the on the podium at some stage over the course of the weekend and of course rory uh, being your brother-in-law what's the rivalry between the two of you uh, yeah, it was, um, you know, it's actually one, kind of one of the first times, well, it's probably the first time this year where Rory and I have really been together on track. Yes. You yeah. know, in race two. You know, we've, been, we've kind of been, you know, in, in different places. So, uh, and, and everyone keeps on going on about it. But you know what, actually, you know, he, he got past me at turn one. Uh, you know, I got back past a lap later down Craners, but it wasn't even a consideration that it, that it was Rory. It was just another car yeah. out there. Yeah. And you've got to have that mentality because, you know, uh, you know, for sure, you know, the move, you know, from both of us had to be clean. It's got to be the right thing. But it wasn't like, oh, oh it's Rory. I won't make a move or I won't do this. And, and he'd be thinking exactly the same. You know, it's just another car. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's the way it's got to be, really. You know, he's racing for his team. I'm racing for mine. And we get on with it and, you know, drive respectfully, but with, uh, you know, with, with with no holds barred. A uh, good answer, and uh, what we would expect from two professional drivers at the top of their game. Um, final question, 50 wins mm-hmm. in the BTCC. Does one stand out yep. particularly? Um, you know, the, the first one was great at Oulton Park back in 2006. You know, winning on home ground was uh, was fantastic. You know, for for the wins that I've had at Knock Hill, you know, they they they're the special ones. They're the ones, yeah. Um, you know, there's there's been so many. You know, Rockingham when you know, won a race, having been backwards round the oval at Turn One. You know, like so many weird and wonderful things have happened over the year. You know, over the years. So, and hopefully, there's many more to come. You know, I think um, you know, obviously the. You, you know, race two at, um, at Donington was, you know, you know, was different in uh, you know, and how the result kind of came about. But that was a bit. Of, but that's that's kind of what that was. You know, that was what the rules were, and and, and that's how it's worked. You know, and like what you say, um, uh, every win of fifty has its own story to tell. Um, and, and well done for, for recalling uh, just some of them from your uh, very, very successful career in the BTCC. Flash, thank you ever so much. Have a good weekend at uh, Brands Hatch on the Grand Prix circuit. You never know. If you do, we might be bothering you for a phone call on Autoglimtin Top Tuesday in a couple of weeks' time. But for now, congratulations. A great landmark has been reached and, uh, and well done. Ah, cool. Thank you. And we look forward to brands. There we go. Uh, Gordon Shedden, everybody, three-time champion in the Quick Fit British Touring Car Championship here on Auto Glim Tin Top Tuesday. You're listening to Auto Glim Tin Top Tuesday for fans of everything with a roof. 
And uh, we've still got the championship leader, Ash Sutton, coming on the show. We've still got uh, the AJ Alarms Weekend Warriors feature. We've got so much to get through. It, it is fast becoming a closer to three-hour show than it is to a two-hour show. Uh, Sarah Dart wrote in to say, uh, I'm writing this having had a great day back trackside, uh, the first time in 18 months. Apologies for grabbing you on the way to the Porsche podium, but I knew I might not get a chance to say hello again. Um, uh, ab- ab- absolutely fine, Sarah. Um, we-, we can walk and talk. That's easy. I, I mean, my little legs go as fast as they can to the podium, but um, I'm absolutely fine. Never apologise for saying hello. Uh, Sarah continues, it turned out to be a good day. So some of my faves in the BTCC and the support packages. Um, uh, but I think overall the winners were the fans. Great racing, great weather and great atmosphere. It's been great to be back with the BTCC family and loving the reverse garages. Yeah, they work rather well, don't they? I'm 50-50 on the last round of Brands. I'm excited to see how the championships come out, but don't want the season to end. No, I know that feeling. All the racing has been great so far throughout the championships. Kind regards, Sarah, a.k.a. Darty. Thank you, Darty. Uh, great to hear from you. And yeah, I agree. The support package has been fantastic as well uh, this year. Um, absolutely superb, including the uh, Porsche Carrera Cup, which has been outstanding. And uh, Dan Camish, who is leading the championship, a double champion and, uh, of course, a, a multiple race winner and championship protagonist in the BTCC as well. Um, uh, Dan Camish has replied to a Tingram Auto Glim Tin Top Tuesday uh, post tonight um, and uh, has pretty much won the game. Dan Camish has come up with an amazing comment. Uh, just have a look at Tingram's uh, uh, feed. Uh, I think it's on Twitter and uh, and you'll see what Dan said. Uh, really good stuff, Dan. Um, Harry Adams says, thank you so much for stopping for a selfie after the BTCC race to podium and surprising me by turning down the offer of a bit of chalky orange. I don't remember doing that. Did I do that? I can't have been myself. Uh, if possible, can you give my friend Matt Lay a happy birthday on the next episode? Uh, keep up the amazing work both at and away from the track. Uh, thank you, Harry. Uh, really great to hear from you. Uh, so I suppose this is for Matt Lay. Happy birthday to you. Oh, yes. Matt. Happy birthday. A bit late there. To you. Like the start of the show. Happy birthday to you. There we go. That's for Matt uh, Beth. Uh, it, this was the photograph I was looking for earlier uh, when Tingram was on. Uh, because Beth says, Hi, Alan. I hope you had a good weekend at Donington. It was uh, nice to have a quick chat with you. And look forward to hearing more details on the live TTT plans for Thruxton. Here's my entry for Image of the Week. Uh, isn't it about time you and Tingram just recorded yourselves <laughs> singing the catchphrase? Uh, yeah, it probably is, actually. Um, here's Tingram working hard in race three with full weight. I think it's easy to forget this season has been a new car and a new team for him, and he's done a fantastic job of keeping himself in the title fight. Uh, could you ask Tingram if he has much to do with the engineer of the car? Oh, too late, I couldn't find you. Um, uh, next time, Beth. Send that question in again. It's a good question. Uh, does he have much to do with the engineering of the car, as in suggesting setups or things to change? Can they work on how the car carries the weight, as this seems to be where Ash has an advantage? Already counting down to Brass, uh, Brands Hatch, 
best wishes and thanks for all your hard work and commentary. That comes from Beth. And that picture, Beth, is superb. Tingram, absolutely flat out. Uh, the background all blurred and, and the brakes uh, glowing red hot. At the front. That is a superb picture. Thank you very much indeed for that, uh, Beth. And Stuart says, good evening, Messiah. Been looking forward to the show again this week. Finishes our, uh, finishes our race weekends off perfectly. Shame it's the last round of the season next week. It's gone way too fast. Can't you have a word with Mr. Gow on a winter series, if only? And just a quick question regarding the live show at Thruxton. And when will tickets go on sale? Thanks, Alan. Keep up the great work. Uh, and that's from Stuart Marshall. Thank you, Stuart. Um, yes, we mentioned this. So towards the end of January, beginning of February, somewhere around there, um, probably instead of our Christmas uh, show, the Tinsel Top Tuesday, um, which was always jolly good fun, but even more good fun to have something in the period of time after after the Autosport show uh, and then before the season starts and launches. Um, there's a long period of time when not a lot happens. So Tingram and I were in conversation. We thought we'd, we'd do a live show. We were going to do it a couple of years ago. Um, the pandemic took over. Uh, Thruxton uh, are a, a very happy Pat Blakely down there um, to host us. And they've got all the facilities there with the beautiful new Thruxton Centre down there. Um, so we're going to do it. We're going to do it at the end of January, beginning of February, yet to work out the date. Um, uh, what might be a good idea is if uh, what we di uh, did when we were last going to do it and uh, our plans got uh, rather spoilt by pandemic and all that kind of thing. Um, if you would like to send us an email uh studio at tintoptuesday.com studio at tintoptuesday.com then uh, tickets very much when uh, they become available are going to be on a first come first serve basis so if you send uh, us an email now studio at tintoptuesday.com then you will be first in line for tickets when they uh, do go on sale I'm going to see Pat tomorrow and this is something that we'll have a have a little chat about and work out the mechanics of how it's all going to work. But to register your interest to come down and, and, and watch a live Tin Top Tuesday uh, with Autoglim. Uh, very, uh, they were very excited about doing the show when we talked about doing it last time and they were going to uh, do a few little bits and pieces to make it even more special um, uh, studio at tintoptuesday.com send us an email and then we'll see what we can do are you ready to do this this is Autoglim Tin Top Tuesday now how cool is this on Autoglim Tin Top Tuesday we have the championship leader Ash Sutton a very good evening to you uh, thank you for joining us here on uh, on Autoglim Tin Top Tuesday I don't know if you know this but it's a year since I spoke to you on this show. It was when you won the championship last year was the last time we chatted. That's crazy. It is. I feeling the love, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> well, now now you've got now you've got all the all, all the all the work to do again. You've got all the stress. How, right. Here's my first question. How do you deal with the stress going into a finals meeting? So you've got a week and a half of it to to deal with it. Uh, it, it surely you you wake up a little bit earlier in the morning, progressively earlier. Do you get the feeling in your tummy? Um, I'll be honest with you. With, with, obviously, I've got a, a job outside of, of touring cars. I've got my own business with, with uh, the simulator, so Puritans. So that kind of keeps me sort of in check, keeps me grounded. Um, it's only sort of a couple of days prior to, to, before we set off to head to the final round, I think is when I'm really going to start 
wrapping up the nerves. Um, obviously, you start playing scenarios through your head, and you've still got four days to you actually in that scenario. If yeah. that makes sense, so yeah. it's um, it is it is a, uh, an odd thing to experience, but I'm just quite lucky that I've got something that's going to keep me occupied um, and keep my mind so. Uh, Active, we say. So that business, we talked about it um, uh, during lockdown, um, that it was, <laughs> you'd already started the business, but only just when we went into lockdown. And it was a, a crazy busy time for you for obvious reasons. Has, has, that, has that momentum carried on? Is, uh, business is still going very well? Yeah, business is uh, booming, as they say. How so cool. things are are just growing more and more. We've um, we're becoming more and more established in in the market. So um, yeah, it's good. We've got sort of two or three of the key brands within within our industry that we're the, the UK distributor for. So um, I think I'm, I'm well considering we've we've only been going since sort of the back end of 2019. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's sort of taking leaps every every other month so he, it's, uh, uh, yeah it's good are you straight back on it on a monday morning after a race weekend uh, that i am uh, and sometimes i'm even even trying to keep up to date throughout the weekend Stop so it. yeah uh, on a on a friday whilst even at the circuit i'm still working from the laptop and wow on a on a saturday evening i will sometimes answer emails just to uh, I, it's quite good i think it just keeps me keeps my mind active yeah, i don't like to absolutely. overthink things um it, it's good in that respect but yeah come back monday morning nine o'clock we're here so how much simulator work are you doing um in in the in the interim between a race weekend how much are you doing yourself um i do sort of a couple of couple of nights prior to a weekend um it's quite good aiden teammate he's he's got um got a sim of ours as well which we kind of jump on together now um and we work together and things and i think that's been a key part to how his progression throughout this year yeah, has yeah. formed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I jump on prior to every meeting and at least do a couple of nights on it. Uh, I was uh, really uh, hugely buoyed. I, I, I know that y- you and Aidan are not only teammates, but you're friends as well. And you you were friends before you were uh, racing in the same team. Um, but, but your uh, pleasure for him when he got uh, his, his first... Uh, first top result this year was uh, it, it was so lovely to see you came rushing over to Park Fairway and wanted to share the moment with him that that uh, absolutely fantastic moment yeah it was good I think um, I think you're touching on the when he stuck it on pole at Croft yeah um, obviously I, I've got out the car and it was one of those because we were dealing with our own sort of emotions in in terms of myself and my car crew um, we, I got out of the car, found out where I was. And it was like, all right, where's Aiden? And then straight away they said pole, and I literally took my helmet off, gave it to the team, and <laughs> ran up to, the, to where he was. And it was just great. He, he thoroughly deserved it. He's been putting in a lot of work. So I just wanted to to be one of the first that that kind of gave him. The, the congratulations! Uh, it was super. It, 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 it was absolutely wonderful to see, and I did see um, a, a, an exchange between you on a, a social media somewhere, which um, suggested that, that that he had a, a, a simulator rig that he'd been utilising more and more this year as 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 the year had gone on, and presumably that that's one of the major reasons why things have turned a corner for him um how much faith do you put in 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 the simulator part of of being a, a racer in the btcc in 2021 um i, I put I, I would say it's a good sort of 20 percent, 25 percent of right. it but you you can make it 75 percent. It, it all comes down to how you use it right um 
there, there's key elements that some drivers will need and some drivers won't. So you have to fully tailor um, what you need onto the sim and, and utilize it in that way. So I probably don't use it as much as someone like Aiden. Yeah. Um, but even still, I'm, I'm still learning. Every t- even when I jump on with Aiden, I'm still learning. Um, so I, I find it is a key piece to the puzzle. But you've got to think about there's there's me, there's the sim, there's the car itself, the engineering team, um, the mechanics. There's a big, big, uh, well, there's a lot of pieces to the pie. And without one of those ingredients, it's um, it doesn't work. So you have to make sure it's 100% right. And, and the sim is, is one of those that I use. Now, as you look back over the season, um, consistent point scoring has been um, one of the key strengths. It so often is in the BTCC. We saw Colin Turkington do it uh, on many occasions. He won one title where he only won one race at Alton Park. Um, But that consistent point scoring is directly proportionate to uh, carrying weight on board and for some reason uh, and maybe you can explain to me why you seem to make that car sing even with 75 kilos on board how do you do it uh there's a few key key parts to it um there is a science behind it um that the engineering that goes into the car it's actually quite quite enjoyable to sit and, and learn um so obviously since we've sort of been rear wheel drive we've had to learn that so back in the subaru is where we kind of unlock that little bit of potential but as a driver as well you really have to understand your boundaries when you put the weight in the car there's some things that the car just won't allow you to do right yeah, yeah. um so all of our winter testing is 75 kilos at the end of the day we want to we want to always be at the pointy end of the, the championship so you've always got to expect the worst um so any form of testing that we do we're carrying maximum ballast in the car so when we actually take the weight out sometimes the car's not perfect with the weight out of the car because we've so dialed it in for carrying weight yes it's, uh it, it's still missing a trick or two when you when you pull that weight out so am I right in saying that, that part of this uh, working around carrying 75 kilos or, you know, a, 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 a deviation underneath that of weight, um, it's not so much what it will do, it's knowing what it won't do? Uh, an element of that, yes. Yeah, wow. Um, and we're almost making carrying 75 kilos or to that end of the, the scale the normal. Yes. And yeah, when you take the weight yeah. out, that's the unknown factor. Yes. Um, yeah. And I think that's been a very big element of of, what, of our success this year. Because um, obviously it does hurt. And you saw saw last weekend, Donington, Tom obviously struggled a little bit more in qualifying than we did. He dropped the weight out and he come rocketing through. <laughs> where Supercharged, we yeah. We took the weight out and we didn't make as much progress. Yes, so it yeah, yeah. That yeah. His car was more dialed in for, for less weight. Yeah. Um, and, and we were more dialed in for carrying the weight. So it's just how you how you work your own package um, and, and, know, and understanding the, the boundaries of it. Four wins over the course of uh, this year thus far. I mean, most race weekends, you've taken away of a bit of silverware. Um, at Donington Park uh, at the weekend, uh, you didn't, but you were uh, very close to, to doing so. Um, but it's it's not been about collecting the silverware over the course of the year you're pretty determined i saw something from you um before the season started that uh, you know you're you're not you're not just in this to uh, collect a title when you can and all that kind of stuff you 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 want to collect the most titles you, you know you want to be the new record holder don't you uh, yeah i i think i'd love to to sort of go down 
as a sort of legacy within the championship. One of the um, greats, yeah. Yeah, I, it would be fantastic. And I'm obviously, I would love to go off and experience other formula, shall we say. But my work's not quite done, I don't think, in, in terms of collecting these championships. And and every year that goes by, they become harder. So yes, yeah. I feel as a driver, you just have to, to push yourself a that little bit more. So you're always unlocking that potential. Oh well, if so, so we've got you for a while longer. We're very pleased about that. I, I fully understand why you would want to go and explore other championships, but we're not ready to let you go yet um, because you are driving absolutely ash at the top of your game. In fairness, you were pretty much at the top of your game when you came in, came into the BTC. I'll never forget <laughs> that media day, the first time that you've been part of the BTCC, and for the majority of the four-hour test in the afternoon, five-hour test or, or whatever it is, um, in the afternoon, you topped the times, didn't you? Yeah, Donington Park, MG, it was sort of the first time I sat in the car, and I think we actually touched, didn't we, because I couldn't see over the steering wheel that's right time. yeah you um, couldn't see the apex and, yeah yeah <laughs> couldn't see the apexes um one minute i'm going over the apex one minute i'm missing them it's uh, a big element of of actually jumping in and obviously being the first day in the car it was just like right at lunchtime we'll have a, a rethink and try and, and make it so i can actually see over the steering wheel so i'd like to think we've developed a, as a driver from from uh from that point and as a championship it's developed a lot more so yeah, it was a good good first day in the touring car, that's for sure. It absolutely was. You're doing a super, super job, Ash. Um, uh, good luck at, uh, at Brands Hatch Grand Prix Circuit. Hey, that's not a bad place to finish the year, is it, on the Grand Prix Circuit at Brands? No, it's, uh, it's a fantastic track. <laughs> it's, it's, a own, it's sort of one of my locals, and let's just hope it's... Uh, it's nice and dry for, for the fans. Uh, excellent, Ash. Thank you so much. Uh, well done on the season. Absolutely fantastic. It's been a, a, jo- a joy to watch the season unfold. And uh, and good luck. We'll uh, we'll keep our fingers crossed that everything goes according to plan. We have a fantastic finals day. Uh, for now, Ash Sutton, thank you very much indeed. And uh, who knows, we might be speaking to you in two weeks' time. Fingers crossed. Cheers, Alan. Thank you. <laughs> Ash Sutton, everybody here on Autoglim, Tin Top Tuesday. You're listening to Autoglim Tin Top Tuesday for fans of everything with a roof. And still trying to get through a, 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 an absolute... Um, it, it's a mailbox that's full of uh, emails tonight. Uh, absolutely unbelievable. I nearly called it a postbox. I was getting confused. Dave Santos, good evening, Mr Hyde. Northern Jeff here. What a weekend yet again. Uh, a great weekend, great weather, and great to catch up with people again. Good win for Flash in race one, although I still can't see uh, what Ingram uh, got penalised for in race two. Good move, in my opinion. Um, at race three, Colin went off like a stabbed rat. You've been listening to, to Mr Addison, haven't you, Dave? And while everyone was fighting for places behind him, he pulled away and ended up so far ahead, he was already a brand satch. How good was Rick Parfit? Fourth fastest lap in row three and solid pace all weekend. Only contact from behind spoiled the weekend. However, those fortunate enough to see him and the RPJ band performance for Sicily uh, will have been blown away by just how good they are. If only that could happen more often. Lastly, a huge, huge congratulations to the new Jack Sears Trophy. Oh, can't say that word. Not until the podium. Dan Rowbottom. Uh, he's been fantastic this year. 
with Team Dynamics and thoroughly deserves the accolades he's getting. My better half, Joe, and myself have been really lucky to become good friends with Robo and his families, and we couldn't be happier for him. Um, Although his dad, Kevin, is far nicer than he is. Onwards to the final meeting of the year. Should be an epic weekend. See you all there. Uh, Much love from uh, Northern Jeff. Dave Santos. Now, uh, so many emails that we've got here. Uh, We've done that one. Uh, Rob says, uh, Robert Marsh, uh, evening, Alan. Uh, I could say uh, how well certain drivers did at the weekend, but I know others will will too. So I'll get to the point. It's well known uh, that the BTCC paddock is one of the most welcoming in motorsport and that the drivers, for the most part, are more than happy to mingle with the fans. To that end, I thought I'd show you something I was uh, was convinced would not happen this season. I've been trying to get my little girl, Bethany, also known as Squishy, to meet Jade Edwards all season. She's a big fan, but uh, due to near misses uh, and not being able to attend, it hadn't happened. I've attached what happened on Sunday. I can assure you I left the circuit with a very happy little girl, finally. Hope to see you at Brands if I make it, uh, um, uh, and if not, I'm sure we'll bump into each other next season. P.S. Jade's mum, Anne, and her auntie Sue are funny, funny ladies. Great crack. Uh, all the best from uh, Geology Jeff, and uh, a <laughs> great photograph of Jade uh, kneeling down with a very happy Bethany. That's super Uh, Rob, thank you very much indeed for that. Uh, Dave Cox says, Good evening, Mr Hyde. Here's another hashtag supporter reporter from me. First, I will congratulate to uh, Dan Robottom on the Jacks' We don't say that, not until the Champions podium. I've been a fan of his for a while now and uh, good to see him finally get a trophy. was a nice gesture uh, he did with uh, one of his little fans as well. Good man. Jade had a great qualifying uh, and then racing was frustrating. She's had a challenging year. Let's hope brands will be better. Tingers was on good form in race two. Uh, Won't mention you know what. Ask him about the... uh, I'm not sure I will because he's gone. Sorry, Dave, I missed it. Uh, you know what pick I'm sending from my phone. Uh, I can't see it in high, high resolution now. Uh, other bits of note. How fast has this season gone? One more round and it's done. It's true. So, uh, Shirio from Dave um, and a photograph of... Uh, is that the final podium? No, it's not the final podium. It's Tingers on the podium. And uh, and uh, thank you very much indeed, Dave. So many more uh, emails to get through. James says, what a great weekend of racing and in superb weather. I know. I know it's autumn. And the sunshine was out. Almost thought about putting a bit of sunscreen on. Uh, great to be back trackside, having also been to uh, Snetterton and Knockhill this year. Big fan of the top, t- uh, top 10 qualifying shootout. Me too. James, me too. And the cars facing the paddock from the pit garages. Me too. You're right, James. Absolutely spot on. A driver of the day for me, Dan Lloyd. What another fantastic weekend. I agree. Uh, from James in Norfolk. Yeah, Dan's been on a, a, a superb run. Superb run. Uh, Stuart Baird, uh, Robo, attacking the chicane in FP1. That's a good picture. Again, the brakes are glowing. <laughs> smoke from the back of the car absolutely superb and uh and uh, rob sends in uh, <laughs> right another uh, potential 
image of the week. Sandra says, Evening, Alan. Thoroughly enjoyed our visit to Donington Park at the weekend for two reasons. One, it was my 60th birthday weekend. Wow. So we treated ourselves to hospitality courtesy of MSV on the Sunday. And very nice it was too. Secondly, my team were back on winning form. Well done to Flash on his two race wins. And congrats to Dan for securing the jacks. I can't say that. Not until we do the Champions Podium. I do miss seeing Matt race, but at least he's still around in the paddock and still open to podium hugs. Sadly, my team, of course, Team Dynamics, are not now up for the Drivers' Championship this year, so I'm keeping my fingers firmly crossed for Tingram. But it's a big ask, uh, but as we know from previous years, anything can happen at Brands, and I do feel it's his turn. If not this year, then very soon. Great show, as always. See you at Brands. Much love from Sandra. Thank you so much. So many emails tonight. Keep them coming in, everybody. Uh, studio at tintoptuesday.com. And also so many emails to that email address. Um, uh, getting to be first in the queue for tickets for uh, Autoglim Tintop Tuesday Live next year in 2022, January or February. Uh, who knows? We might even have a date tomorrow. I'm going over to Thrux and I'll have a, a cup of tea and a chat with Pat. Uh, and if he doesn't like the way I make tea, um, well, no, there's no option, really. I'll make the tea. Are you ready to do this? This is Autoglim Tin Top Tuesday. Now, we've got this new feature on Autoglim Tin Top Tuesday, the AJ Alarms uh, Weekend Warriors. Now, the, the, the reason it's called the AJ Alarms, uh, Adrian Moss, who is, uh, he's been around the paddock for many, many years. He's doing, uh, tires on Jason Plato's car for the rest of this year. For many, many years, he, he was involved with, uh, Team Dynamics. Uh, uh, doing various roles within the team um, and he's worked at quite a few teams this year in fact um, Speedworks being one of them and finishing up at PMR. Now uh, a few weeks ago um, we got Adrian on the, on the uh, on the show because he's got an interesting life outside of the paddock and we thought we'd um, we would feature a few of our weekend warriors because there are many amongst the uh, BTCC paddock um, and, uh, and uh, so last week um uh, so we found out about uh, Adrian Moss. His company is AJ Alarms um, and uh, fits uh, alarm systems and all sorts of in-car entertainment to uh, top-line automobiles. Um, and um, and then we spoke to Ollie Collins uh, last time, uh, who was a, a team manager. He's now general manager at Motorbase Performance. Um, and he is now not full-time, but he's part-time. And we got uh, Ollie to nominate our next weekend warrior with AJ Alarms. And, uh, well, he said it rather posh. He said, um, let's nominate Zoe Timbrell. Zoe Timbrell, or is it Zoe Timbrell? Hello, good evening. <laughs> is it, is it, is <laughs> I'll is answer it, to either. How do, how do you say your name? So I actually say it differently the more I think about it. Well, don't think about it. What's, what's, so imagine you're in school. Right. Hello, <laughs> what's your name? Zoe Timbrell. Zoe Timbrell. That sounds weird. Yeah, you see, I, I think I say it better than you do. Zoe Timbrell. 
I think you do. Ollie was just really posh and a little bit French when he said a Zoe Tombrell. Um, but I thought, do I know this person? Oh, yes, I do. Um, because, Zoe, you were the uh, team manager uh, for quite a few years of BTCC Racing. You've now had your skills moved into... BTC Racing is getting bigger and bigger and is um, entering in, in the support races. So so you're in charge of you're in charge of minis this year, aren't you? Yeah, so we it's our first year in the mini challenge. Um so I've been working well, we've been setting up a we've set up a new team. Um all on a weekend I've been with the mini challenge team. But I also do social media and marketing for the team. So I've been in and around the touring car paddock as well. Um now you see, I wasn't sure when, 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 when you were nominated as a weekend warrior. I wasn't sure whether, whether, whether you were or, or whether you weren't. Um, uh, are you a bit like Ollie? H- have you been full time at BTC Racing and are now not, or how, how, how does it all work? Um, so I do. So I do weekends with the, the minis and the touring cars, which is kind of not a weekend job. It's really four days. It starts on a Thursday. Right. Um, I guess I'm not technically just a weekend warrior because I do do stuff during the week for them um, but I'm not technically full time with the team at the moment. No because one of the things that you like to do is after a race weekend because you you have a camper van, a very nice camper van I have to say um, <laughs> and, and you sort of take to the road. So here we are Tuesday after Donington Park where are you Zoe Timbrell? Currently, I'm in a field near Lutterworth, taking a very long journey home. From <laughs> I mean, th- this is something that that, um, uh, that you've done for how long? How, how long? Well, certainly l- last year I became aware of it because we were in lockdown. There was no huge rush to get home after uh, after a race weekend. So, so you you went discovering the countryside, didn't you? I thought it was a rather lovely idea. Yeah, so last year, I think because we our race season was squashed together so much, I actually ended up spending about eight weeks on the road yeah, in wow. campervan, going from one weekend to another racing, and then the gaps in the middle, just exploring the bit of countryside in between the circuit. How cool. Um, which was really, which was awesome, because we'd all been like kept at home for such a long time. So as soon as I got the opportunity, Unleashed. that was the away exploring which is absolutely fantastic so so um so you you, you've carried that on and to and to find a a lovely farm which is where you are now in the in the so so is there something that calls you is there a point at which you say i suppose i'll have to go home now (laughs) yeah there is a bit so um earlier this year my sister um gave birth to my third my third well i've got uh, two nieces and a nephew now so wow. i'm always keen to get home to hang out with them i don't want them to forget what auntie zoe is like <laughs> or how much fun i am so i have to go home to remind them <laughs> that i'm lots of fun <laughs> it's <brilliant. few> weeks. <laughs> um, uh, okay let, let, let's find out a bit about your history because um o- ollie um named you as a weekend warrior because he knew that uh, previous to um your uh, current role at btc racing you were at race weekends uh, a part of a team um but during the week ollie knew you in a in a different sort of full-time job yeah so my first so i first met ollie when um i was working for a company called titan who were at the time um suppliers 
to the British Touring Car Championship. Um, we were in the early phase of suppliers in the NGTC era. era. Yeah. So I met him then. Um, it's an engineering company and we supplied steering to, to the cars. So yes. that's where Ollie knows me from initially. I actually still work for that company, um, do a couple of days a week for marketing for them. Right. So um, so always motor racing. Is that is that where you've always been, Zoe, or, or um, uh, did something come before that? Um, so, so Titan, the engineering company, they do motorsport and automotive. So um, I actually started spannering for a friend in club racing because I was interested in learning about the motorsport side of things and how everything went together. So I come from like a strange, I have a strange background really in that <laughs> I don't, I'm not an engineer. I find engineering and mechanics really interesting. Um, and obviously I have a passion for motorsport, but I've always worked on the commercial or operational side, never right. yeah. actually yeah. hands-on. I've, I've, I've had fun spannering for friends at the circuit, but not, I wouldn't, put myself forward to span it in a professional capacity no 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 but you've got a good <laughs> overview so so that made you really perfect to be a team manager because that's a, a, exactly the job isn't it to be a, a, overseeing everything yeah so it's given me a good understanding of like of the challenges that people in the team are going through and how everything fits together with regards to um issues or time frames kind of foreseeing issues which might occur in regards to a weekend and how it might run or where we might uh, essentially it just helps with the problem solving because a lot of working at the track is about solving problems in a very short time frame <laughs> anything that shortcuts that process is important exactly that and and i i know you're always up for a challenge so setting up a new um uh, splinter team within a team if you like that 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 must have been quite a challenge this year something that uh, i would imagine you relished yeah, so initially I was, obviously I've worked with BTC Racing on the touring car side for four years and I've developed great relationships with people on the team and the drivers. So I was, I, I thought I would miss, and obviously I do miss them all, they're great, but I have really enjoyed doing something different. So on the mini challenge side, everything is a lot less, uh, we have less staff and everybody's new as well. So that means that everything that's been done this year is brand new, new cars, new drivers, new colleagues everything new regulations yes yeah, yeah the whole lot it's been really interesting do you have to know all the regulations inside out um so the answer is yes yeah. ideally off the top of my head i would know them all i'm still i'm still learning them currently yes. the biggest challenge i have is i've just spent the last four years hammering british touring car regulations yeah. into my brain yeah and now i'm trying to put in new ones that are very similar but not the same so Sometimes you, you think you know it, but actually it's got too much of the touring car influence that I'm trying to get rid of. So, yeah, that's kind of a work in progress currently. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to finish this conversation without talking about um, something that you care very passionately about. And um, it, it is um, a, a special month uh, making people aware of, of breast cancer. Um, and I was watching something on social media uh, just this morning, uh, Liz Hurley, who has uh, been a sort of a, at the forefront of reminding ladies to, to check themselves on a, on a regular basis. She was uh, doing her thing. You've been doing your thing. Um, you are a cancer survivor. Hooray! Um, yeah. And, and um, uh, you were also... Uh, 
um, uh, trying to to dovetail treatment of cancer with um, continuing your duties as team manager at BTC Racing a couple of years ago, which was um, incredibly impressive doing all of that at, 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 the, at the same time. Um, you were quite poorly, weren't you, Zoe? Yeah, so I was diagnosed just over three years ago of breast cancer at the age of... 33 so i was just doing the maths remembering how old i was yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, i was I, so my initial diagnosis was towards the back end of the season so my surgery and everything happened during the season my really intensive chemo treatment happened during the winter period which mm. i was as soon as they gave me my treatment plan i kind of lined it up with the, the season to work out how it was going to all fit together um and assuming that i had no delays it was all going to be fine um i continued treatment all throughout the rest of the following year as well um but it was yeah it was a a challenging time but the i've like the paddock was so amazingly supportive yeah they are you know how incredible (laughs) they are um everybody up and down the grid i had offers of support and assistance from other teams it was just the most incredible obviously it was a tough time but it was an incredible experience well you are absolutely right it it makes you um uh, look at yourself it makes you change your outlook on certain things and certainly it makes you very aware of how important people can be um and not necessarily the people that you um, uh, that you expect. Um, it's uh, it, it, it's quite a weird thing. Sometimes the the offers of help and support, and maybe even just a a conversation, come from a place that you that you really least expect it. Zoe. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I I was completely blown away with the support. The team were incredible. Um, just I couldn't have asked for or needed any more from them they were just amazing um one of the guys before i actually got my diagnosis when i was in that period of knowing that i'd i had a lump and that it would been biopsied and while i was waiting for the results one of the lads came and sat with me one evening and just kept me kept my mind off the diagnosis we just talked about racing and rubbish and you know just so that i didn't spend the whole night worrying which you know is easily done when you're you're waiting on something like that and yeah. it, i was just so lucky everyone was amazing so so you're now absolutely uh, tickety-boo um and you're using your uh, profile to uh, be able to remind people that it's a fairly simple operation to to get yourself checked and um, make sure that you're okay yeah absolutely i was completely naive prior to finding my lump i I believed and I truly believed I was too young to be concerned. Mm. So I was not uh, I was not committed to checking and that's one of the things that when I got my diagnosis I was really passionate about is people knowing that you just need to check regularly and if you notice any changes whatever those changes are to speak to a doctor about it because I I wasn't one for checking and I I I did find it early and that was obviously important in my yeah. Um, following treatment and everything but if I hadn't have found it and I found it by chance then I wouldn't I wouldn't have had that and it it's just reminding people to check and recheck I still need reminding now after what I've been through (laughs) so that's one of those things that you just have to keep being reminded see I I, you see I 
didn't. Um, and, and I had uh, my cancer was uh, the sort of uh, the male equivalent, uh, effectively. Yeah. Um, and um, and I, I didn't really check myself, although um, many years ago, uh, I, I had a bit of discomfort. And I, I, I went along to the doctor because yeah, I'm not sure about this. I don't really like to to have a fiddle, so I'll let the um, I'll let the doctor have a fiddle and, and see what he he knows what it should fiddle like. Um, so 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 um, so um, he uh, he did. He had a little examination and he said, "You're absolutely fine. You're worrying about nothing. Off you go." And that was the worst thing that I could have done. Because yeah. I was I was absolutely certain that when I had had a, a, a little check, I thought, I think I can I think I can feel something. I knew better what it should feel like than my doctor, because because I know my body better than my doctor. So I wasn't happy. It was still um, a, an element of discomfort. But, I, but what I did was in the ensuing, uh, believe this, six years until I was diagnosed. So six years I was uncomfortable and it didn't feel right. Um, but I kept saying to myself, no, my doctor has told me it's fine. So so I think what I'd add to what you say, uh, not just, uh, you know, check yourself regularly. Uh, if you're not happy with the result, then uh, m- make a nuisance of yourself because because that is exactly what I should have done at the time. I shouldn't have just taken it and said... Um, no, 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 you're absolutely right, Doctor. You know what you're talking about. Because I wasn't. For six years, I wasn't happy. Um, and yeah. then finally, last year, I did go to the doctor. But that, but by that time, I was in, um, you know, crippling pain. <laughs> so, um, you know, it had gone on for slightly too long, I think. Um, so, so, yeah, there's a couple of things. Check yourself regularly. And if you're not happy when you go to the doctor, then ask to see another doctor. Because you can do that. Yeah. Do you know, interestingly, I so when I went to the doctor the first time, they they literally just said, yes, it's a lump, we'll refer you. If they'd have said to me, most lumps are nothing, I'm sure it's fine, and sent me away, I probably would have left thinking, well, I've done my bit. Really? They Yeah, because I, I, just, I just assumed that, you know, they would know best yeah, and wow. I'm too young, blah, 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 so I shouldn't be worried. So I'm... I know that if they'd have done the same to me that they did with you, I think I would have. I would have just taken their word for it. Yeah, for you a see, you see, time you do, well. and that's dangerous. That's really, really dangerous. Um, yeah, and and in a similar way, but the opposite way. Um, I think my doctor thought I was too old for that type of uh, of cancer because that's uh, because the cancer that I had is more the sort of cancer for a for a younger man uh, rather than for a, for an older man and, and and likewise you thought that you were you were too young so you you're never too young sadly so it's it's important no. um uh, well the great news Zoe is that you're you're tickety boo you're well um you, you are recovered and uh, you're doing great work within the um uh, within the paddock um what's the plan for the future do you know um so it's essentially we're working on it at the moment with regards to my role um i'm always keen to do more you know what i love challenges so um i imagine 
it will continue of similar what I'm doing now, but more of it, more on the marketing and commercial side of things with the team. We've got such a great group of people that I, oh. you know, and I really enjoy working with them. So we've started, I feel like we've started something now and I've been with the team since the beginning. So, Well, they're, they're, they're all your friends, aren't they? I, I, I see you when are. you come into the into the BCC Racing Garage and, and, and Josh, you got very close to when you were working and Jade and, 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 um, and, and, and latterly Senna. Uh, and uh, at the start of the year, you made friends with Dan Camish as well. It is. It's a family, isn't it? It is. It's really nice. And and as well, when you know, when drivers move on from working with, with the team, it's really nice to see them doing well more recently. Like Dan Lloyd, it's been awesome to see his success. You kind of, yeah, of spend a lot yeah. of time together. And, you know, you want to see people do well when they move on. And, and it, so it's, it's such an incredible paddock to work in. I, I don't think I could be as happy anywhere else yeah good for you I, I, I'm a bit worried you mentioned Dan Lloyd I'm a bit worried about whether he's going to have a good weekend at, at Brands Hatch Grand Prix because um, um, he, he decided we had him on two consecutive weeks here on Tintop Tuesday the second time um, so one was before his first great weekend this year um, yep. and then after that weekend he said could I come on again next week because I think it's I think it's because I came on the show that I had a good weekend so now he's had another good weekend following an appearance on the show um and um <laughs> i haven't had him on the show tonight i almost feel guilty about that oh dear i know i, I feel like i feel like that is perfect if if he doesn't have a good weekend it's all my fault the first thing that gets mentioned it's going to be all my fault i know i know i feel guilty sorry dan i'll do uh, 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 yeah what can i say i can i can only apologize we we didn't have enough slots free tonight um it's it's been a, a busy show zoe um and uh, you've been one of the highlights of tonight's show thank you very much indeed for joining us carry on being a weekend warrior the final question um and i bet you've thought about this um can you nominate for me uh, our next um aj alarms weekend warrior for the next show do you have one in mind i have been thinking about it good and girl. um i i thought it would be good to have someone that's doing something quite interesting in yes. relation to their weekday job versus how that applies to the touring cars and given what we're doing next year with hybrid yes um so it's it's someone from my team okay so i hope that's not a problem that's fine but Vicky Jefferson, she's one of our data engineers. Right. She is lead engineer in a in a battery systems development role for an OEM. I like the sound of this. During the week. So I thought, you know, we're going hybrid next year. Yes. Obviously, Vicky's been with the team for, and, and Vicky's been with us for ages as well. So I thought that would be really interesting to see how, especially for next year, what she knows from her weekday thing might help her weekend thing absolutely brilliant Zoe I knew you'd be organised I didn't tell you before that I'd need a, a recommendation a nomination but um, Vicky is somebody we will speak to on the f final show uh, in fact in two weeks time so thank you very much awesome. indeed and, and you're quite right with a view to next year and hybrid and um, uh, all the uh, advent of uh, batteries in road cars and all that kind of stuff that'll be fascinating uh, Zoe um, uh, firstly thank you for coming on secondly I'm so chuffed that you're well now um, and in enjoying the paddock. Uh, and thirdly, I'm so glad that you became my friend. Um, so thank you, oh. thank you very much indeed for joining us here on Autoglim Tintop Tuesday. Thank you.
thank you very much for having me and thank you for being my friend too. (laughs) There you go. It means a lot. It doesn't (laughs) get much better than that, does it? Um, It doesn't. uh, Zoe, thank you ever so much. Enjoy the peace and tranquility of your farm in Lutterworth um, and we'll see you in a week and a half's time. Thank you. Take care. There we go. Zoe Timbrell, everybody from BTC Racing here on Auto Glim Tin Top Tuesday. Such an amazing person is uh, Zoe and our final guest tonight on Autoglim Tin Top Tuesday. It has been a quite phenomenal night for emails and for tweets as well. Twitter's been a very, very busy. Sharon Milburn has sent in a number of pictures, one of which is superb. Uh, the reason it's superb is that it is the final podium. There's Robo, there's Ada Moffitt, there's Jake Hill, uh, a big one from... Uh, uh, yeah, from the final race. Um, and there on the top step is Colin. And uh, the reason it's such a superb photo, you have to be very quick with that, Sharon, because Colin is still holding the champagne bottle. <laughs> Goodness me. That didn't last long. And I recommended that the, the dad of a young boy at the front uh, picked up the, uh, the jagged remnants of the bottle uh, so that his young son... Um, <laughs> didn't get didn't get cut on the glass, uh, but that's what that's one to be remembered. That's uh, that's a bit of history. That is. Thank you, Sharon. Super work uh, to everybody uh, that's emailed in. Richard Harris, I last emailed you at the beginning of the season. We're all tentatively tiptoeing our way out of lockdown and the world we were returning to was very different to the one we were all used to. My partner Emily had just secured, oh yeah, had just secured a new job at Halfords and I was preparing myself for a new season marshalling at Donington Park. What a year it's been. The BTCC has not disappointed and has delivered excitement, humour, frustration and cracking racing in bucket loads. I can't wait for the finale at Brands Hatch. In my opinion, it's almost a given that Ash will take the championship and hats off to him. He's learned from the mistakes of last season, mishaps and nailed it. Tingram is also deserving of a special mention and I hope he manages to land the runners-up spot. He's driven a new car in a new team with precision, professionalism, humour and humility. Well done, Tom. In fact, I think all the drivers, teams and organisers should be proud of themselves as the whole entity not just uh, not only entertains thousands of race fans they show some other sports how it should be done very rarely do we hear of any bickering or legal wranglings that other sports have as a staple ingredient to their mix thanks again for the continued coverage of the btcc and the inside track see see what i did there i do hope you have a good show tonight and i'll be listening on catch up tomorrow morning all the best and hope to hope to catch up in 2022 there you go. Uh, uh, thank you very much indeed, Richard. Uh, great to hear from you again. Hope the uh, hope the job is uh, going well. And thank you to all of you that have been uh, writing in um, and uh, showing your interest in uh, being first come, first serve for tickets for Autoglim Tin Top Tuesday Live. You see, I've said it now. We've got to do it. We're doing it. End of January, beginning of February. Um, uh, keep an eye on Twitter. Uh, and on uh, Facebook as well and uh, we'll tell you as soon as details are decided for that uh, a very special, we've never done it before talked about it, never done it it'll be uh, extremely 
extremely exciting and very entertaining. Thank you, everyone, for all of your emails, for your tweets, all of your interaction at You Make The Show, essentially. Thank you also to second in the championship, Colin Turkington, to Dan Rowbottom, to uh, Gordon Shedden, to third in the championship, uh, Tingram, uh, Tom Ingram here, uh, uh, Ting, Tingers. Uh, and thank you to the leader of the championship, Ash Sutton. And thank you, of course, to uh, AJ Alarms, Weekend Warrior of the Week to Zoe Timbrell. And in the meantime, everybody, night-night.